happy Halloween release weekend, ladies and gents. We are back. Welcome to River Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I am your host, David, and I am joined with the whole squad today. What Cheer. up? What's up? What up? Hi, Jennifer Ross. You're back. Hi, I'm back. Stop saying the, my the last name. The fans have missed you. Have you haven't been on in a while. You've been missed. That's good, though. Well, I'm coming back with a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the... you see what uh, what oh, we yeah. have to talk about later. Okay. What are we going to talk about later? A lot of stuff. She has no. You're so vague. You're so vague. Um, we've we've been away. Lou and I have been away. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you go? Some place. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the happiest place on earth. Word. And then and then New York. A lot of unhappy people over there. A lot of nice people. No, a lot of unhappy people. Dude. I never seen. People so grumpy over there. You saw grumpy people. Wait, you there? saw grumpy people? Yeah. When did you see grumpy people? Not every day, bro. Let's talk about this. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give them any shine. Um, can we give? Can Actually, we... you should talk about your experience. Yeah, can, can we give your experience? TSA. Who's experience? My experience? Your experience. What's my experience? That no one wanted to serve you liquor. Yeah, I don't what? want to talk. About, definitely want to talk about that. What have you? Definitely don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we we had a good time, and then we. Jen and I were in New York Comic Con, and it was fun. Good stuff. Uh, the new Spider-Man movie looks amazing. Can't wait to see it. We Ma- got to see the first episode of Sabrina. Oh. So that's, like, really exciting. It's, what does that come out? Next week, right? Yeah, next, yeah, week. next week, October 26th. So it's super dark, and it follows the graphic novel that it was based off of, and it's, like, really, really, really and good. This if is you, not a Melissa Joan Hart version. If you, see, if you saw Riverdale, the first episode, I told Jen, I was like, Jen, I think they're connecting something. And she's like, what happened? I'm like... Did you see, G? did you see Riverdale yet? Uh, not the newest one, no. Okay, but you saw the first episode, right? Yeah, I saw the first episode. Yeah, so I was like, oh, there, there's witchcraft going on. And she's like, does it involve Betty? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, it's connecting to everything. So it looks like, because they teased, uh, the showrunner teased during the panel that they may connect to Riverdale soon, but they, they didn't say it was going to be this season. But it looks like it might be. Is that going to be, like, hard to do? Or, no, I guess? not at all, because I think they're, like, a town over or something. So they actually – so technically in the comic book, they're a town over. So you have Riverdale, and then you have Greendale. And then uh, in the – where they shoot is in Vancouver. So they both both shows shoot in Vancouver. Okay. So I, I think as long as it CW and Netflix, which they already have a relationship because they put the shows on so quickly on Netflix, I feel like right. they're not going to have that much, and it's the same showrunner, they're not going to have as much issue doing those crossovers, but the characters, like, you could see, like, uh, Archie, Jughead, Betty, Veronica, like, they are featured in the comic book of, well, they have their own, like, it's called Afterlife with Archie, and basically this is, like, where they're zombies and witches, and this, and Sabrina makes a cameo in that storyline so i can see this not in this season of sabrina but in the the future seasons i can see there being a potential crossover which i think would be a lot of fun to see for the fans that read that afterlife with archie yep so looking forward to that uh we also saw some clips of daredevil looks fun but oh, that, well, i hope they're not gonna cancel it like they're canceling all did, the other- did anyone start <laughs> it yet no, no I haven't started yet. i'm still watching it. the i just started the punisher did you? Isn't it good? I'm almost there. I'm almost there, guys. You got three, you got yeah, three four shows to go? To, no, no three, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's the second season of everything, but Daredevil. Yes. So Luke Cage season two was way better than the first one, I think. 
So I, I think help. <laughs> and then Iron Fist the season right two there. was way better too. But I think now because they canceled them so close to each other, I think what's going to end up being is that like Daredevil is going to be quote unquote canceled. Yeah, I think Jenny had a good, and good then conspiracy Jessica theory. Jones after the last third season and Punisher season two is going to be canceled. I don't th- because their streaming services what twenty nineteen. So I don't think. I well who Disney. So I don't think they're canceled because they're quote unquote canceled. Right. I think they were canceled from netflix yeah and then they're gonna get moved to disney play in a year well i heard they, they, I, they would explain that in their thing instead of being like oh, they're gone I, like if that was what they're trying to do i wish they would just be upfront. well i think they want to build the outrage right so then they see that people like start up their petitions and their stuff like bring it back Cause let, so then they know that the demand is there once it goes because let me say something if designated survivor can get picked up <laughs> by a fucking netflix they should not have canceled any of these shows despite well, iron fist not being all that great yeah. they should have not canceled any of that stuff i heard rumors yesterday of just them canceling both shows so close to each other just to make a new show called heroes for hire Future yeah that's another rumor too yeah. I, I heard that netflix actually t- i'm not sure how true this is but i actually heard netflix tweeted accidentally of like a picture of it and then deleted it immediately oh i, I looked this I've up. Heard that. if it's true then that's definitely what they're doing interesting so I Heroes mean it, for Hire was a team first with Power Man and Iron Fist. So is Luke Cage Power Man then? Yeah. I guess in this scenario. Yeah, it's Luke Cage. Well, and they did. Oh, the, Luke Cage is Power Man. They're the same person. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it wouldn't shock me though, because true, because they developed those two specifically mm-hmm. as like the best the duo. Yeah. But you know who I want to see? I want to see Misty Knight. Of and course you do. Colleen Wing. Of course you do. Because if you watch Iron <laughs> Fist, <laughs> if you watch, does anyone shock? No. If you watch Iron Fist season two yeah. and the ending of where it ends. Like, sure. you want those two. I mean, they already have such good chemistry, those two actresses, um, that I think, like, seeing their own spinoff show would be really cool, too. Or even, like, in this Heroes for Hire, they can both still be featured in it. They both live in those I universes. Think that's what it is. I, think, I think just both, the, since those are the weakest shows, I'm guessing, they yeah. have, just combine them into one show. I and then they still run into the Defenders Season 3 or if they need to. That's true. Well, uh, Defenders, I think it's just, it was just for that I think it's a one. one-time thing. I don't no, think I heard, I heard another one. Season two. I, I've definitely heard about season two. I haven't. I don't think it's been I've heard anything confirmed. Of it, like the, I, the way that this is all going, it's probably not going to happen on Netflix. It'll be on Disney. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be on Disney. Yeah. That could happen too. Has anybody checked out the, the DC universe yet? I have the app. It's very. It has a lot of cool shit on it, okay. but it's very difficult to to maneuver. Oh. Like the layout. What the Adventures of Lois and Clark. That's not I don't, wow. That's of all not, the shows, that's, that's, that's I don't know where we're going. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> Lou, <laughs> the you, fucking soap opera superhero shows. Right Lou, there. are you leading into Titans? Is that what you're on? Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen Titans. it, but I've heard good things about it. So I'm gonna catch it when I finish Haunting on Hill House, which I'm on episode five, and it's. I don't. Uh, is it hot is that, take? That's a Netflix show. Right? Hot take. I don't uh-huh. love it yet. It's okay. really good. It's really good. Okay. but I don't think it's great yet i disagree i think it's really really good but you i binged it in two days it was it was really easy to keep going it's definitely a show you need to sort of pay attention because everything gets uh revealed and it everything connects like every single thing that happens in each episode connects to something else yep so okay. they as far as storytelling they like hit everything on the mark you don't really get left with any answers um i'll be interested to see if there is a season two what they'll do um because i think they they did a nice wrap-up sort of thing in this, um, but it's really, really good. The effects are really good. Um, yeah, it's Setting scary. the atmosphere is very, I, yeah, very I've good. I've been iffy about the show, but yeah, I'll I mean, it it's good. It, I highly, highly recommend uh-huh. it, but it's not. I, I wouldn't put it as great as of yet. And all, I mean, the cast has really good chemistry with yes, each other. Yes, I totally agree there, too. Um, 
and on another horror show, uh, I guess another hot take, but I've really enjoyed the season of American Horror Story so far. I think it's yeah, one. Yeah. Of, I think it's been one of the best they've ever done okay. because if they're not blowing their load right away, you're, everything is progr- like we're on episode six and they just got to Murder House this week, which was probably the best episode they've had in years. I think. I don't know if you guys would be agree with yeah, me on that. Really good. I almost forgot it was too long. I had to like I almost forgot to set my DVR to get all of it because it was a longer episode this week. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh I guess. Oh, you oh, know what? Because I saw long, right? I saw it on the FX app, so I didn't. Yeah, even I saw notice. it on the app too. Because um, my I... shit will cut that off like right at the hour mark. Yeah, when when Jenny and, watch, <laughs> when Jenny and I watch like Riverdale or something like that, on it, his oh, DVR, my DVR always cuts off and at I'm always ten like, o'clock. Ugh. Or nine o'clock or whatever. Like, She's like, I don't know what's gonna happen next week now. Yeah, because it cuts off right before you find out, and then I'm like, oh, whatever. I gotta YouTube it. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, good season so far. We'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, they they bring in all the connections, and um, it's cool to see. I was waiting for like Connie Britton to show up, and then she finally does. She has like a two second cameo. Yeah, but we kind of knew she would. So are we? Are we thinking that's it for them? For Jessica Lang and all these people, yeah, that's it. It's only one. Well, episode. I think Jessica Lang could come back as Fiona because she's yeah. in Coven also. Oh, true. Yes. So she has an opportunity, like if her spirit or something comes up. But um, other than that, I think for that murder house, that's it. Well, I think it's a one-off. Because what is this episode five or six now? Six. So six. they got three more to go. Yeah. So they they got a little bit. Cool. Now let's get to movies. What do you guys see this week? Did you see Smallfoot? For real? Smallfoot. No, I did not see it. <laughs> I do want to see Smallfoot. I kind of want to see it. I do want to see Smallfoot. Um, well, since we last spoke, Jenny and I saw Star is Born. We did. Okay. And I loved it. It was really good. I, How good is it? God it's really good. Everything. Like, I think it's it, has, really good. it has a lot it of like, like La La Land good. Not to me, but it's really good. Not to David. Not to, David. Not to me, but no, there's nothing better than that. No, there's so much better than that. No, but, uh, I think I think the movie was strong on all accounts. I think the narrative, the story. I think it helped that I never saw any of them because I think I felt like the ending was more impactful to me because I didn't know so, I didn't know what to expect. To chime in on that, I had seen the other one, and I thought they were. I didn't think they were going to pull that trigger. Yeah. Because they were, I don't know, it felt like they were going to have a, a, happier a happier ending. I was like, are they really going to do it? And Lou's then when, so confused right now. Yeah, yeah and, then when that con- <laughs> and then when that conversation happened towards the end with the manager, yeah, I was like, oh, then it's going to happen. I knew happening. then it was going to happen. But um, it's not a happy <sighs> ending. That's okay. all I'll say. I, I, could, I could tell. But uh, Context clues right there. Gaga is absolutely amazing. I yeah, don't, she killed I it. Think I don't want to say it's a it's a lock, but I think she has a very very strong chance of winning mm-hmm. best actress. And I really liked Bradley Cooper's. Performance. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I, he was, I think he's. I think this is probably one of his best. I think movies. it's his best performance ever. Because like I didn't see like American Sniper, so I can't no, compare to that. It's, and, it's, he's good, but and it's I ain't not, gonna compare him in like great. Wedding Crashers or something. I like so you know what's funny? Like I was I walked into American Sniper because it was like one of those late movies that yeah. like no one knew, and they Clint was like, "All right, here's another movie." And I was like, I was really taken back, but it was really good. Like, yeah. I didn't like it that much. <gasps> Damn. I, I thought it was okay. See, I didn't even see American Sniper. So I, thought, I thought it was okay, but I didn't feel as much as I wanted to feel from that story Well, no, all. I agree with you. I didn't. In terms of entertainment, I'm kind of like, was really enjoying it. But I 
wasn't feeling for the character or anything like that. I was surprised by the ending. I didn't see that because yeah. I didn't read his story yeah, before. Me oh, you know about his story. So I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. Yep. After all that. Uh, yeah, after all that, too. And yep. for a first time director, he does a really good job. Yep. And then I said it was my favorite movie of the year. I like, hold on. I like a lot of the close up shots he uses also. Mm-hmm. In the I agree. In the it Wars. kind of it's really good. brings you into their relationship yeah. really well. Um, the songs are really great. And I think. Super catchy. So Gaga might win two Oscars on that night. Because I think she's going to. She definitely has best original I song. She, I think she's getting best song for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know about the other one yet. So which song do you think wins? Shallow or the one at the end? I think Shallow. I think they both get nominated, but Shallow wins. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. And then, um, and I, I like s- the other one that she plays uh, during the concert in the pian- uh, on the piano. Mm-hmm. It's um, Always Remember mm-hmm. Us This Way or something like that. Um, really good. Sam Elliott is also really, 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 really good in it. Um, what else? What else? What else? No, I think there's pretty much it on it. I think it has at least 10 or 11 nominations for okay. sure. And then... I said it was the best movie I've seen this year, and then I realized on Friday that I'm the most predictable fucking person on this podcast. And then I saw first, <laughs> and then I saw First Man, and that's the love, best movie love your Oscar beat. So David actually hated First Man. It was so bad. It was like really? terrible. No, man. What? Like he went out of the theater and he was like, oh, "Chazelle, you broke First my man heart." First Man at the theater. <laughs> no, I wish the yeah. story was true. <laughs> <laughs> He was um, so angry. He like threw his glass, his glasses, and everything. Wait, did Lou say first man out of the theater? Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. That was good. <laughs> um, no, I really, really, really liked it. Um, it's I can see. You know how like I was a few years ago. I was like, I don't understand why no one likes Alan or people are angry about Alan. I can see, and I was telling Jenny, I can see why people would have a difficult time with this. It's not with La La Land or with no, first with man? first man. It's very different in terms of the way he approaches it i loved it because he doesn't approach it he doesn't make the movie about the mission mm-hmm. he approaches the movie about armstrong's Armstrong. go- determination determination to get an obsession to get to the to the to the moon okay and it shows everything they went through it made it about not but it's the like co- a subtle obsession so they talked the, yeah and they talked about the you know like people were talking about oh you know it's not very american and stuff like that because the movie's not about american America. I think the movie is more about the groups of individuals that got the job done. Yeah. So the cinematography is just amazing. Like, there's a lot of moments that you feel claustrophobic. Definitely recommend seeing the movie in IMAX, especially for the moon landing because, because the it's... moon landing and like the space um, images are are crazy. Because you have that black background, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're there with him yeah and on that and i recommend the biggest screen possible because we saw it in the biggest screen in new york and everything about it that moon landing was amazing and for those of you listening that are in our area that's at amc lincoln square um i also feel that the performances claire foy was good she was really good i think she has the nomination locked i don't know if she's gonna win my queen i think she's gonna win but i'm not 100 percent sure with uh i heard uh um oh my god from Beale Street Can Talk, I forgot her name right now. I don't know. But I think I heard that she is starting to catch up there. But going back to your claustrophobic shots, so he uses a lot of what hand camera, handheld shot? camera. But when he's in in the ship, he focuses as a very deep cut into Ryan Gosling's face because you feel that sense of claustrophobia. 
remember when we went to bring up our trip to Disney? Remember mm-hmm. when we went to Mission Space, the yep. ride? It, that's how you feel with the camera, the way he puts the camera shots. Okay. You feel like you're right there with him, and you feel the same claustrophobia that he feels. Um, people are saying that Ryan Gosling isn't that good. I think he's good. He's very subtle. I heard he's kind of understated. Yeah, I mean, Claire Foy is the more showy performance. But I think that's why, like, I think that's who Neil Armstrong was. was. So I think that's why he he shows his, he's more internally showing his emotion rather than Claire Foy, who's like, if she has a feeling about something or like the example where uh, Kyle Chandler's character turns the audio off. Yeah. She just so just to set it up for for anyone because it's not really a spoiler alert. So this is when they're going to do test. A, like a a test mission and they have to Neil and another astronaut have to fly have to get up into space and they're basically trying to test that they can that their shuttle can dock with another shuttle that was sent up earlier. And so I guess I didn't I didn't know cuz I this would be something I want to look up. So something happens. They get because they live like in a plot of land where all like it's all a base and astronaut wives, they get like this little intercom that they can listen in on whatever what's happening in space and then also what the command center is doing so she's listening to like what's happening because obviously she's worried and she's like whatever and then something goes wrong up there and kyle chandler's like the lead person and he says cut the feed and so she gets cut off and then she immediately goes like drives to the center and she's like turn it back on yeah so she has did you do she has the more showy performance while gosling is more internal you see a lot of his a lot of his performances in his face. Okay. I think it's also with the, the camera shots and how, like, the pausing almost, like, where he pauses and, like, you're watching him as he pauses and he's just, like, and it, the camera's just, like, There's a scene that I don't know if it really happened on the moon towards the end. Okay. That was my one of my, my favorite scenes because of just his face. It was amazing how he expresses himself through the space and so i also noticed something actually wrote the article yeah so i also noticed that my my feelings on it and gee when you see it i'll see if you agree because you've seen whip you've seen whiplash too right lou yeah. yeah all right so everyone was like oh damien chazelle is doing something different he's not doing a music a film based on music but what i noticed with this is that every single movie that he has done thus far deals with self-obsession and i think this one does as well so you have in Whiplash, you have Miles Teller's obsession with being the lead drummer. Mm. In La La Land, you have Maya and uh, Mia and Sebastian's obsession with being an actress and his obsession with jazz and opening up that club. In this one, you have Neil Armstrong's obsession with getting to the moon and getting the job done. So I think instead of looking at, well, Damien Chazelle has a movie about music and now Damien Chazelle has a movie about space, you really look at it that all all his movies deal with the same self-obsession. And I think people don't look at that because I think it's cool to hate on Damien Chazelle now because he's the it kid in Hollywood. But if you look at it that way, I think you'll enjoy First Man more when you do a, a compare and contrast to everything that he's done so far. I loved it. It's my favorite movie of the year. And I think it's a lock for a lot of tech awards. I think all, I think it has all the tech awards locked. Like cinematography is a wrap, I think. Um Production design, visual effects, all that fun stuff. I think it also has score. It's uh, Justin Hurwitz did the score again. It it has it's a little, very good. It's very good. It has a, a little bit of Jenny pointed it out. Yeah, there was a scene when they're docking on the moon that it's uh, it's, it's called something to, waltz. It's docking waltz, and it's similar to the to the planetarium scene in La La Land where uh, I s- I sort of heard like a similar beat right at the beginning of it that I, it reminded me of the planetarium scene when they're dancing in La La Land, and I was like, oh, I think he used this particular note 
again, like some certain things. It's not exact, but it's like you could hear, you could tell, like you know, with composers, you can tell yeah. what their work is. So, like and, any artist. And to finish off on First Man, I don't think Chazelle's gonna win Best Director because he's too young. And I think it's between First Man and Stars Born for Best Picture. So I actually I thought this was gonna be boring. Because I was like, Ugh. what did I say? I'm prepared for you to tell me how much. Yeah, you're like it. Dave was like, I know you're going to hate it. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't worry. I was like, let me see. So <laughs> I actually like, thought so hate this shit. <laughs> I, actually, I actually thought it was going to be kind of boring because like you're going to. Uh, yeah. Like some biopics can be very, very boring. And it's like terrible. that's why it's like also like I've never seen Lincoln because I'm like, uh, yeah, and I refuse to show her that oh, because no. she's going to hate like, on my boy DDL again. So. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, he's not. That's not how Abraham Lincoln would but sound. I think the way, but I did. I, I was there. I came out of the theater and I really liked it. Like I thought it was really, really good. I it wasn't. I think anyone can see this movie. I think you just have to sort of be in the mood to see this type of movie but i think it, anyone can see it and like understand and like relate to it um and it wasn't like i wasn't shoved down like all science facts and like it wasn't like that and it wasn't like too over dramatic and it what you know like in the movie you have like his friendships with the other astronauts you see their struggle you see america's struggle in a way for the for the what is it the race for space against the Russia space because the we were war. trying to keep going and like or the beat them. Star Wars uh, ha, 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 ha. Oh. and so <laughs> <laughs> I think I made it funny so you know then like he laughs at the most random shit well whatever eight pound head <laughs> so well the that what? was yeah that was okay so we saw the Office <laughs> musical parody yesterday and like the girl that was playing Michael Scott right like goes to someone in to his Pam. Like, Huh? To Pam. Oh, to Pam. She's yeah. like, and like she goes to like knock foreheads with her, and she's like, the human head weighs eight, eight pounds, and she knocks the four. It was just so random. It was funny. Uh, anyway, anyway, first man. It was go good. watch it. It's great. Um, I can see if, if certain it's, people don't like it. Yeah. It's very like G said, but it wasn't like it wasn't framed the way he set everything up and put everything in. It wasn't like a typical like boring biopic. Like it was good, and the and the pace you're very very prejudiced against biopics i'm not but i'm saying Sometimes like they can be boring but i'm <laughs> saying that there are certain ones that can be kind of I know. or they feel long this didn't yeah. feel long you didn't yeah, feel it's two the, hours you didn't and 20 minutes length. so that's what i mean g's out already on the length no, no i'm no, not you don't feel however it. i talking about length so when i went to go see bad times at the el royale oh yeah i didn't you know that, that it was two hours and 24 minutes so is it and does it feel it um, not until the end, not until like the last 15 minutes. It's a good movie and I had issues with like the ending, but it was good overall. I think, uh, uh, should but we... I saw it at 1030 at night and I didn't know it was that long. Should we wait uh, this, or should we go actually see it? I mean, you should see it. It's got, it's very Tarantino-esque though. It's like it, it, it you can tell that he was the inspiration for like a lot of it. Yeah, it looked very It's fun. Like the, some of the people in there are doing really good work. Like Chris Hemsworth is awesome in it. And uh, Dakota Johnson's really good in it too. How's future, usually... how's future Batman? John Hamm. Oh, John, <laughs> John Hamm is actually really funny too. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was so, just a little long. So yeah, watch Bad Times in El Royale. Watch First Man if you can, and watch the and then we can talk about that other movie that came out that's gonna make a looking like ninety million dollars this week. So Halloween came out and. G seen it twice. I'm gonna see, we're gonna see it again a little later. Lou, 
is I, still I, watching I, Halloween 2. I'm pending. From 1981. <laughs> from 1981. <laughs> I, said, I, can't, I can't get into Halloween 3 to get through the whole series. Halloween 3 <laughs> is so good. And it's on my list of top Halloween movies, but wow. that's for next week. Um, so I really enjoyed it. It, it has a lot of, not a lot, but it has flaws. Uh, G would agree. I think we're going to get into spoiler territory on that. But Jenny is more iffy on it than G and I. G, are you? She are, didn't like it at all. Yeah, it's, no, oh, I didn't. Not you like should have seen, and I didn't hate it. Well, we're I'm, gonna we're I'm, gonna get into spoiler. Okay, I'm just a little meh on the beginning, but I love the ending. Of course, she did. The ending is fantastic. Girl power. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. So bad ass. So I thought because I sometimes beginning though. Jen, Jenny always notices I look at her when we watch movies. I I oh hope my she god, likes. he does. I'm so like, during this movie, <laughs> I saw her take her phone out and start taking notes, and then I was like, oh, I got to pay attention to her well, reaction. Well, because here's the, the thing: is that like if I don't like write it down in the moment, I'm gonna forget it, and then when we when we discuss like and whenever we leave the movies, we always discuss the movie, and so like we're walking around discussing it and I know that I'm going to forget it. And then David has all his ideas and he like tries to throw you down. And like, then if you can't defend yourself, so like, oh, I have you, to take my yeah, notes. You better come with your A game today. You think he's intense on this podcast. He's intense in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So to deal with that. Yeah, I know I'm difficult. Uh, so I guess we can get into spoiler territory right away. There is really, but you did overall enjoy it. I did. Okay, cool. There were just certain things I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> all right, so all right, we'll get into that now. But again, right, maybe. Well, let's see if we can like shut her down on each of her points. Maybe <laughs> I'll feel a little differently to seeing it again because I left the movie feeling like definitely loved the ending. Had no issue with the last like, uh, however, I mean I don't know how long. Hour. It was. No, no, no. So like the last, whoa, yeah, whoa. the last like ending scenes, like thought I had no Jenny issue liked, with it. Jenny liked the last five minutes. Stop. She's like, yeah, it was like like last five minutes. Was but exciting. like I left the movie feeling very like mixed on like what I, what I really like, how satisfied I was with it, and then I also felt like I definitely need to see this again because I need to like see what else I may have missed or or not. Gee, you know when I got upset at Jen when she was like, "I like my canon." I'm like, "Halloween canon, the worst canon in horror franchise know, history." Yeah. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but see, like, I'm not comparing it to those movies. I'm comparing it to like you can't compare it to Halloween, Halloween. one. It's well, not, I guess you it's could not comparing. Compare it's, it's not be, comparing. It's supposed to be directly following. Yeah, but it, right? she's she's comparing. We, we I it's asked her that, but, but she's comparing the quality. I'm like, like, it's like completely. There's no way they're gonna top Carpenter. But anyways, we'll get to that right now. Um, but the only non-spoiler thing left to say is, for the first time since maybe Halloween two, Michael Myers is actually scary again, and you okay. actually feel like he's not just some guy in a mask. He's actually the shape. Okay. Which I do like if you notice at the beginning they call him Michael Myers and then once he returns to Haddonfield they start calling him Laurie starts calling him the shape. The I don't shape, know if you yeah. noticed that. So I, I saw that and I thought it was really good. All right, so we're gonna get to spoiler territory. Uh, fast forward. We'll note it in the description when you can fast forward. So the first thing I wanna do is I actually want to talk about all the different nods that I noticed and if you G if because I know you're really into the franchise like I am. So if you saw something that I didn't, just let me know. So some of the first thing that caught me was that Allison's boyfriend's father is Lonnie. Lonnie, the little bully from Halloween one that was picking on yeah. Tommy Doyle. I was I actually really, really like that one. 
Um, the another one that I saw. Uh, this is like very, very probably like two seconds. It towards the end of the movie when Laurie's fighting Michael, you see the poster from Laurie's room in Halloween One. It's sitting in a corner. Oh, uh, I didn't even know. Yeah, so it's towards left hand corner. It's on the left hand corner. Like- the opposite side of where the doll, like the dollhouse was, which is Michael Myers' house. Yeah. So no, I, I know. I thought you didn't notice that. No, I did. Um, I also this is a little later. We'll get into that because that has to do with another thing that Jenny didn't like. Uh, the Halloween three, you saw the witch, the pumpkin, and the skeleton Halloween costumes. Um, as they're walking in the street, you saw kids bumping into Michael Myers, similar to Halloween two, when the kid bumped into him with the boombox. You have the Halloween four mechanic. Because he, they have the similar shot in Halloween Four where Michael steals the, the yes. mechanic outfit. It's really tough to be a mechanic on Halloween in Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah. it's a terrible profession. <laughs> um, the Halloween Five, and I know this is maybe a stretch, but I don't know if that's what they were trying to do when those two cops were talking about the. the I pe- thought they were too. Okay, you thought that too. Okay, yeah, so I, I thought, thought it was were, just me. For what? Without being outwardly just stupid, I think that's what they were trying to. There's two cops in Halloween Five that are just ridiculously stupid, and they're just there as comedy. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think yeah, those yeah. two cops are Worth supposed for that, to be that. Yeah. that um, makes sense. This, I had to listen to it the second time when the teen, oh, when the teen that dies, I forgot his name, when Allison's boyfriend's friend tries to make a move on Allison in that yard. Yeah. Oh, I hated that fucking kid. <laughs> Jenny okay. yelled out, "I was die. like, die, like just when die we got already. killed." Just and when my, and when you see Michael, which is a great scene because it, yeah, that the was light, a good scene. The though. light flickers, and every time it flickers, you see his mask. And every it goes off, and, and he it fl- moves and he gets closer, closer and, closer and closer and closer. That's a really good scene. Nice. Um, yeah, especially because he tried to kiss her without her consent. Oh my god. Okay, well, let's not make it sound like it was that awful. I mean, he did okay. pull back. He wasn't like being rapey about it. He was just thought he could get in for yeah, a second. Yeah, but no. <laughs> no, that's not how you do it. You gotta shoot. What what's the saying? Shooters gotta shoot. You gotta shoot your shot no, sometimes. Not like that. Um also when that team when that person dies, because obviously he did that, so he's gonna die. Um <laughs> he's calling for Mr. Elrod. I don't know if you noticed that, G. Yeah. So that was another nice, nice nod. And then the whole one take scene where Michael's killing is pretty much the same as Halloween two. Except he kills the lady in the uh the pink robe rather than he didn't kill Mr. And she Al was Rod. talking to a woman named Sally like she was in the was second she? movie. See, I didn't yeah. notice that. That's a good she said her name, Sally. Uh, so I noticed that. Uh, also, the way he killed the kid in the car. Who looked, It was shot very similar to how he chokes out uh, Annie in part one. Yeah, because like, like the, it's almost oh, it like that foggy glaze, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's one more that I saw, but that will get we'll get into that. In, actually, no, two more. Uh, the Halloween 2. Actually, a nod to Rob Zombie's Halloween too, where he stomps like where he stomps a specific person. We're gonna get into right now. Oh yeah, those are unnecessary nods. Yeah, unne- <laughs> that was an unnecessary nod because it was gory. Because the good thing is, is half of it was gory and half of it wasn't. Okay. So you got there's a lot of kills that were off off screen, okay. and it made you use your imagination in terms of like you know. Well, the kills were off screen, but then you sort of saw. You saw them dead. After, yeah. But you use your imagination For at the, the moment to be like, how is he killing them? What's he doing? So mm-hmm. on and so forth. So well, by the way, anyone wish they would have killed Cameron? Uh, yes, that's that, the boyfriend, right? That actually leads yeah. that actually leads to one of my issues I was in like, the movie. Fucking tool because bag. there's, there's you just a hated scene. all the guys in this movie, huh? No, <laughs> no. Well, we'll get into that later. But uh, no, I mean, Bonnie deserved better. There's a yeah. Se- so when I because when I saw it the second time, I was like, I would have been more satisfied if he had died. Like if they they could have reversed those. 
kids like could have swapped out the annoying friend and put Cameron in that scene, like him trying to apologize or something, and I would have been yeah okay with Cameron like biting the dust. Because I mean, goes that that goes into something I I didn't like too much was there's a dance, mm-hmm. and I understand you have to establish your teens because you do need teens. I do like that there wasn't an overabundance of annoying teenagers because usually they just set up teenagers as fodder to kill. This in this movie you have like three or four, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I mean they were still set up to kill, but like not right. It wasn't over. You didn't. But have... they weren't annoying. Like I liked the girl, yeah. and the baby girl. She was alright. Like, yeah, I liked. Like... I was kind of sad. Yeah, I liked her. I was a little upset that she went. I uh, was a little upset about the sheriff though. Well, how he went. Yeah. So we'll get. Yeah. Into... So we'll get into that. So we have another Loomis. There's a doctor. Gross. And. I didn't mind it. He doesn't deserve that title. I didn't mind it because I don't feel like I would have felt worse if he be he was just the doctor that's replacing Loomis and he's there and he's gonna be like helping Lori and all that shit. Yeah. So he turns heel. Oh. And he kills the sheriff. Okay. And then he like I don't think it I don't Dr. think it was Sartan. done as I don't think it was done in terms of um him becoming the new Michael Myers type of deal. So they set up the doctor. The doctor's been taking care of Michael since after Loomis, Loomis died. He was a student of Loomis's, so he's been working with Michael ever since at the asylum, at the sanitarium. Um, but he is the one that lets in the podcasters who come in to tell the, to tell Michael's story. And after watching it, I don't. I noticed it originally. So when it happened i was like okay cool they kind of set that turn come in the beginning they do because my, he tells him he tells michael i'll always be by your side when they're moving him yeah so i was like oh that's the i i thought it was a suspect line to say anyway but i still didn't think that it would he would turn on everyone else yeah but when you watch it the second time you kind of put everything together and you're like oh you know he does he does set it up so i do like that he turns because I just don't need another Loomis. There's never be another Loomis, and I don't need another doctor just being, you know, Michael, be, Michael, whatever, or shooting the guy, shooting Michael six times. I think he was there to get Allison and Michael to Lori's house at the end. Because after he dies, like three minutes, four minutes in, that's it. Like after, because the whole situation is like a three minute scene, and then Michael kills him, and that's it. That's it. I mean, it. I don't think it. It didn't have a long lasting impact on the entire movie. I think. Okay. I did. I did like when she lied and said that he spoke to her, and then he. She was like, "He said one word, and I'll let you. I'll tell you if you let me go." And then she realizes that he had woken up and put the mask back on. And he was like, "What did he? What did he say?" And she was just like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on that, the doctor? Because I know you were like furious about it. I didn't. I didn't think it was a necessary plot device. But I mean, I looking at it the second time, I didn't mind it as much, but. I, I hate that he was the one that killed the sheriff. Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck? I thought he was this stupid After pen all knife. that. But I thought he was going to make it. The fact to me that all the men in the movie were useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they were. I thought that they were useless, but I think all the men in the And we can, I guess, get started on that. All the men in the movie are meant to look weak because Michael should be the strong male. Yeah. And I think that's why. I think because even when you look at the first Halloween... All the men in that movie are kind of weak too. Except Do- except uh, except Sam Loomis. Except for what? Loomis. Oh, Loomis. Well, yeah, because he's going up against him. And he's not afraid of him. Every every other right. man is afraid I of mean, him. I mean, the sheriff and the sheriff is a little bit 
like Charles Cyphers is great, but he's a little. little he's ooh, the worst sheriff in the history taking, of like, movies. Taking it seriously, you know. And I love so, Bradley, like, but, but everybody else, like Bob, like you know, all these other people, they're not oh, meant Bob. to be. Poor Bob. They're supposed to be. Uh, in to be fair, Bob, Bob got snuck attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true. He didn't, he didn't see it coming. And I do want to mention this. I, I wrote it in my review, and I have it written down here. Um, so I've always thought that the original Halloween is – it respects women a great amount. And in terms of – as opposed to 1980 slasher film, they they always presented us a sympathetic and objectified females, while Laurie, Annie, and Linda are people we actually care about. You care about – for me, I care when Annie died. I care when Linda died. And I think the same thing is done here. I personally was upset when Allison's friend Vicky died because she wasn't in the movie a substantial amount, but neither were Annie and Linda. But you can kind of tell. Yeah, I think she's only in like two or three scenes. But you can kind of tell that that friendship was there. Look at that because, like, she she's like telling the kid to run, and meanwhile her boyfriend's like eating shit on a fucking motorcycle in the back. Or, like, the kid runs down and he's like, no, you go, like, to the boyfriend and he doesn't go. So, again, like, weakness. Like, he's not going up. She's going up to check and do what she's got to do. And then, like, when she gets attacked, she's telling him run. And then, ultimately, she dies. But she dies fighting. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was interesting that she told him to run. It wasn't, like, uh, like a help me, help me kind of thing. Right. She tried to make sure that he got out. Which right. going back and into he did, he, that little kid with all of us. That he little was, kid. <laughs> when you watch so it, he, he is hilarious. Oh, yeah, like he is fucking hysterical. And all the, I mean, any comedy in this is definitely Danny McBride. Yeah. Like because it has a lot writing. of funny moments. Okay, which That's is good. one of the things that people don't like that I've noticed that people have this like this vitriol hate. See, for I it. was okay with that. Like that, I had no issue with. It's comedy in life, people. No, and I, and, and I honestly think you needed like that stuff with the kid to kind of like lighten things up a little bit, because like I, I I didn't really hear a lot of people laughing, but that whole scene, uh, everyone was like dying that whole time that kid was on screen. Yeah, same on my end. It was and it was just hilarious when like he saw he saw him in his room and he was like, "There's a man up there with a fucked up face." <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he's like, "Okay, I'll go check, I'll go check." She's like, "No, send Dave first. <laughs> and then the other big issue, I think. Jenny and I had Jenny. Jenny had it for a different reason than I did. I didn't love the opening. Yeah, I didn't because it felt it. It goes back to what Lou mentioned like months ago, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay, whatever. It's a trailer. It felt very corny. Like it was cheese. It was pretty city. much the scene from the trailer when he goes. They go the opening like four or five minutes. With it's the just dog barking the reporter, the, the podcasters going, mm-hmm. and then they show the mask, and the everyone goes crazy. Yeah. It felt very corny, like in terms of I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that the mask represents evil and stuff like that. And everyone knows what that mask represents. So they're going nuts. But I felt and the dog barking was the worst thing that annoyed. Yeah. Out of, why, out of dog barking? I, I thought it was. I don't fr- know what the mask means. Imagine the dogs are usually the person to sense something is a foot. Yeah. That's we'll, true we'll, because we'll, we'll they animals. Well, animals supposedly sense like otherworldly presences so but i get that i guess but the whole scene was fucking cheesy as hell like that i was moment, watching this it wasn't and I was like the really? whole moment the whole scene wasn't cheesy for me just that specific moment like when you saw it in the trailer you didn't really know what the context was yet like i didn't think that that was going to be right the first couple minutes of the movie i thought it would be a little bit like in and i don't know that even if it was a little bit in i would have still been okay with it because i just think like i 
I like. I was like, Meh. I like that it was right away because it takes you right into the action right away. Oh, just, I will say, I love the opening. The opening with the pumpkin and the and the font. They use the and, original opening. And oh, like, I like the whole credit opening credits was okay. like, yeah. Top. I think Jenny Jenny doesn't dislike it as much as she says she did. I didn't She's say saying I a lot hated of good stuff it. about it. I said I left the theater very mixed. So if anybody you know, else is mixed, please contact me. You know what David music I actually really liked was I well it wasn't really her. She didn't really have like a chase scene, but with the whole the Allison uh, when after uh, her friend died. Yes, I know what you're talking that about. Music was really good. I think it's the best score in the franchise besides the first one. Yeah, they did some really good stuff. Even with the, like, the new music cues are really good. He mod- I I was I think we spoke off the line. I think Carpenter modernized a lot of the the score, which is really really well done. I I think it's I know it's probably a long shot, but it, I wouldn't mind a little nomination for an Oscar for that score because everything pretty much is original outside of yeah. so outside we'll, of the themes, the main themes. Yeah. Um. Something I w- did want to mention re- to finish up on the Halloween conversation regarding the podcasters. So. I feel, and I spoke to Jenny about it. I don't think she agreed with me on this, but I think similarly to, similarly to Psycho, I think the podcasters, the podcasters are like the money in Psycho. The reporters are what get the plot started. Hitchcock called it the MacGuffin. So the money in Psycho is not important to the central plot of the film. It gets Mary into the Bates Motel. The reporters are what get Michael Myers back, reintroduces us back to Michael Myers. So I feel like they aren't as useless as people may have made it out to be in some reviews and comments that I've yeah, seen. They talked about it too at the convention about why they included like the podcasters specifically. And it was to kind of like, so there's some kind of modern connection for newer people seeing it and not just like Halloween fans because like all this like true crime podcasting is really popular right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the main reasons they included it to kind of, make it relevant for people seeing it today um i didn't mind them that much i was i was pretty happy they got taken out pretty early though yes and that and the scene in which they were taken out was very well done it was so i was was really well done and i was the only thing that bugged me it was that but it was like typical horror movie stuff that bugged me she had so much time to get out yes when he was attacking the other guy like while he was beating his face she could have definitely grabbed the crowbar yeah i would have just bolted yeah she was still in there screaming i was like oh get out <laughs> and she like wasted way too much time the second he started creeping in i would have been like all right i am out right now but she was t- taking a shit like leave the shit leave the shit run cut it off girl <laughs> like hello? oh my god you'll be discovered by law enforcement with skid marks and- <laughs> what? hey you'll be alive Just g like you can't you'll have be alive, man. dude yeah. yeah no i thought I- it was funny I, like the whole time my friend was like wait is she is she really pooping? They're gonna kill her mid poop. <laughs> also, I would never like poop in a gas station. Never. Bathroom. What if you got a? Well, she did pick the cleanest one. Remember, she like kept going yeah. in them, and they were like, "It was gross." <laughs> I mean, yeah, only if I was me, like, "Fuck me!" That she didn't then... right away. I was like, "You had so much." A good thirty seconds, she could have like crawled out and got away. And that was another nod to H two O. I forgot to mention that before. Oh yeah, but the whole like bathroom scene. Yeah, so I actually really like that scene because of the way he kills out kills both of them. If really was full attention especially when he's grabbing her and she's able to get away for like a split second and then eventually gets yeah. her and kills her um but does he really kill the other guy the guy because i think he she le- he just leaves him there so the guy i really i actually thought the guy was gonna pop up again because like i know he beat his head like really bad but i thought like he kind of survived that he has a concussion but 
they never showed him again, so I guess he just died. Oh, and then, and then one other go, going back to the nods. One other nod that I, now that we mentioned the doctor is when the doctor dies, his head falls on the horn like Jimmy in Halloween Two. Oh, oh yeah. So I think that's pretty much all that's the nods that one. I noticed. I well, what do we what do we think of the trio of ladies? Love them. I love the Judy. So, I love that the character development of Judy Greer because at the beginning you see both of their sides, and I wrote about that in the review. You see why. Judy Greer is what's her name Ju- uh, in the movie? Karen. Karen. So you feel why you understand why she feels resentment towards her mother, but then you feel you understand why Lori's doing what she's doing. I know, but like I kind of hated that, like because I kind of felt really, really bad for Lori. Like I felt like you know this fucking sucks. But I guess like you see both of them. I think they do a good job of understanding both. both. But I mean, and I think it also comes down to like when you might think that someone like in your family or whatever, you know, they might be telling you the truth or whatever. They're still, I mean, she's, Lori's still living her trauma four right. years later, despite like the fact that she's been all this time really preparing for him to come back and like making this house into a place where she can really get him, you know, but she's living her trauma every day. And obviously she did that with her daughter and like, she tried to, teach her daughter so her daughter would be better prepared for anything i think not just michael but i think anything in general um which you understand and then obviously like when the government gets involved and they took her away but like i just i felt really bad that like they had that sort of estrangement and then like that the daughter didn't really like let her have that much of a relationship with the granddaughter even though like the granddaughter tried to see both but right she couldn't understand at first like why aren't you letting this go and obviously, when Michael comes back, it's like, Psh, bitch. Yeah, I, I actually like, really like the uh, that the switch for Judy Greer, like towards the end. Yep, me too. wasn't like wasn't like abrupt. It was very much like where she you, it was so, subtle things that she did where she kind of realized, all right, this is happening. This is what she has been preparing me for. It wasn't like an abrupt like switch. Like that, she held in her convictions long enough until she realized that oh, this is very real. And I did and, enjoy her twist, like when she like faked him out. Oh, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, that same so, good. I was so, like, so so many people in the theater were so mad because she was like, "I can't do it," and they were like, people were shouting out, "Yes, you can!" <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The and then cro- when she realized like, like she was doing that just to lure him like at the top of the staircase, and she was just like, "Gotcha!" Like I was like that was good. Yeah, our crowd marked out for that one. Yeah, but when she was doing that, she's like, I can't. I was thinking in my head, "Come on, you have a gun right there! <laughs> like, get on it." You know how to shoot it. Just do and it. And then all three of them like kill him together. Pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. that was that quote, was a good quote unquote like, kill him. Yeah, right. you don't see his body. Mm. You don't see his body at the <laughs> so, end. But I thought that was good. I just didn't like that like in the beginning they sort of like just that estrangement part. I get it. I just didn't like it. I felt for her. I felt. For, I still I like felt that the for grandmother tried to have a relationship with her. Though. Like she knew that her mom was like lying when she was like, "Oh, oh. like have you talked to grandmother?" And she was like, "Yeah, I did." And she like knew that like no, she didn't because she already had talked to her and, and I she did, didn't know anything about. Yeah, I did really like the scene when the when the daughter's in the classroom and she looks out the window and I'm thinking like, "Oh, I wonder gonna if Michael's going to be there." <laughs> and then it was her, so it was like a good yeah. like nod to it. But and then even at the ending scenes when they went to the closets. Like you're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> where is he? And then he wasn't in the closet. They did. But... I thought they did a good job with Allison making her kind of like Lori from '78. With the smart and like, yeah. I feel like that—that's what they. I mean, they were going for that. She was like kind of she was a young mix. and idealistic the way Lori was. 
Because she was smart, but then she was popular because she had the boyfriend. She had, like, well, douchebag boyfriend, but she had the boyfriend and, like... Uh, why couldn't she just pull her fucking phone up? That what, what did he throw it in? Was it, like, pudding? What he was threw, that? Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, <laughs> it didn't look like punch. Like, it was too Yeah, thick. I was like, don't get the Ooh, phone. It's so ringing. And it's, like, it's, it wouldn't be, like, eggnog. The real question is why you got pudding out of dance. But, like, it just looked like a bowl of that, pudding. Like... But I was so pissed during that because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you take her phone and just throw it? And then you can still hear it ringing. I was like, "Go oh, get it! It's still in there. Oh, it doesn't. That won't break your phone." If someone did that to me, I would have taken his phone and I would have thrown it in there with. Yeah, him. that's why I want him to die. I, I was like, I was like, come on, like, <laughs> just show up and try to save save the day. She I'll plays no it games in the streets. Hell no. <laughs> you take my shoe. You take my shoe. I'm killing you. You take my my phone. I'm killing you. Um, but no, that's another issue that I had with the movie was the dancing because there's no payoff really. It's just they break up. Well, I it. guess it's to get her to leave, right? That's the only really. That's yeah, probably I why guess. that's yeah, to get her to like be on her own. Um, to finish off the movie is shot really, really well. So it feels. They, I something else I wrote in my review is that it makes. I have another feel, issue later. What the camera work? No. Oh. Not oh. the camera. Oh, work. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it makes the it makes the Haddonfield feel like a character in the movie rather than just a place again. Because I've always I've always liked that Haddonfield feels like a character in Halloween one and Halloween two rather than just like a location there. So right. I've, I I like that it. The camera work and the cinematography. Makes oh, the box way. office is out, guys. Yeah, I just saw. It. That's the franchise best record. That's a lot of money, though. I mean, it's only it only costs ten million dollars to make. Yeah, seventy-seven point five, but it's still early, so it might still cross over the eighty million dollar mark. So and Venom is still killing it too. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what was your issue you wanted to mention before we change subjects? So I felt like. And this is another thing on, like, it depends on your opinion on this, but I just felt like he killed so quickly. Like, in the sense of, like... He's got shit to do, man. I, I know, and he also had 40 years of buildup, so he's probably like, fuck this. Yeah, that's why I like that tracking shot right? scene. You know, like, I feel like he well, was just, like, breathing in the air. It was like, I just gotta do something. <laughs> well, I was, well, I was okay with the tracking shot, but I guess, like... Everything like leading up okay. to it, like I just felt like he. No, no, no. But I'm saying like that wasn't what bothered me in those kills. Like what bothered me in the early kills was I just felt like he was just killing left it. Like it was just too quick. I don't know, but like I, I, I mean, guess because like if I compare it to the first one, it was sort of paced out, and the se- there was tension in this movie. Like you felt certain tension, like especially before he was like when he was walking around, and that especially in that tracking shot, you're like, oh, is he gonna kill the baby or like different things like that. that. And like so, that's where you feel the tension, or when he's like chasing or like he's doing stuff, then you feel it. But I felt like in the beginning of the movie, he was just killing like left and right. I, but it, it just felt like I think. Not that there needed to be a method to it, but, like, because he has no method. We don't know anything. We're not supposed to. But I just felt like the pacing in the first movie was better because it built up that, like, suspense a little bit more in between those kills. Well, we're talking about the greatest horror movie of all time and a sequel 40 years later. I'm just calling it out. Are we going to compare, like, every Halloween? Apples and oranges. Just look at the franchise as a whole. I can't. I I can't sit here and to finish off. I love the movie. I'm. It's in my top three Halloween movies of all time. I don't know where I'm putting it. We'll find out next week when we discuss fully Halloween. But um, I can't understand these people that are saying that Resurrection was better, H2O was better, the Thorn Trilogy was better. It isn't. Definitely not better than Resurrection, and I don't think it was better than H2O. It's not better. I, I don't think H2O was better than. 
This one. This movie is the best made Halloween movie since part one. And it's just, it may not be your favorite, but like everything what, about it was well made. What I enjoyed about H2O the most was more like, like I liked the, the school's like backdrop. I liked like the character. Like I liked Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams because at the time that I saw the movie in theaters, I related to them because of Dawson's like Michelle Williams because of Dawson's Creek. And like Josh Hartnett was like that young like teen like he was coming out i mean he was probably like 20 or something but you know what i mean like they were all young the same way that i was younger so these were teens that like i could go with yeah you know? but th- i'm talking about the actual i know the making movie. of the movie i can see if you prefer it but i don't it's not a better made movie than this this is the best made movie since halloween one in terms of the franchise and i wrote it in my review as well you'll find you'll check it out this week i think it's the best horror sequel since scream 2 yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I, I don't. I guess you like. Well, what else is there to compare to? Conjuring two. Yeah, I think that would be the only one. Because well, Luke, you've and, seen and, all these Annabelle, other ones, right? Annabelle, yeah. Annabelle, like, what, what do you think? I know you haven't seen Halloween, but if you what would you put? What would you put the best horror sequel until you see Halloween and you let us know what you think then? But I think Halloween's the best in Scream two. Because it's a good question. Because I think the Conjuring two is really good. Annabelle two is really good. Even uh the Ouija uh, two is really good. Ouija two is really really good. But I think this is. Tops it all. I can't really. Yeah, find I'm gonna have to judge when I see it. Yeah, I can't we really. Still, we still got it two coming too. Oh, I mean that's a different story. Yeah, I, think, I think that might that's gonna top this without a problem. Yeah. I think. So yeah. Halloween is the number one in the franchise right now with this box office. But thank, if you thank God. if you adjust <laughs> for ticket price inflation, the first Halloween with adjusted gross uh, beats it for opening weekend. So this this finally beat uh, Rob Zombie's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, because Rob Zombies was fifty-eight. That made fifty-eight million dollars opening 15. weekend. No, no, no. It made fifty-eight million overall. It made twenty-six point something opening weekend, and then thirty. Yeah. Over oh, the four so this will officially be so the it's still grossing. so it still has the um, Labor Day weekend record because Crazy Rich Asians the third weekend of that almost topped it, and it didn't. And it's the second highest grossing horror movie of all time now, next. Because I don't think anything's ever going to top it horror movie wise, because yeah. horror, it had IMAX. Yeah. So, oh, and apparently the audience scores are very good. The cinema score, it, it looks like a B plus right now. Which oh, is nice. good for, and which then, is good for our movie. And then RT has it at eighty one percent certified, so that's really really good with over two hundred reviews. So I think you know, like I think it'll, it, it's is this a two hundred million dollar movie? Like with that opening neck? I think so. This is going to have a very good which lifespan is, the next two weeks. To me, it would seem like something that would be unheard of for any Halloween movie to gross that much. Two hundred million domestic or worldwide? Domestic. Um, I think it has a chance because it, I think it's going to make a lot of money the next couple of weeks with Halloween right yeah. around the corner. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering what the actual of the day of how much it'll make that day. There's nothing- people do go to, people do go to the movies, especially a horror movie on, on Halloween, Halloween, especially one called Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> so, um, does this mean we're getting a new one in a couple of years? Uh, they were they were very um they they avoided that question at the Forty Years of Terror convention. People asked. Multiple I, times. I hope not. <laughs> and they have, they were not. They were like, well, you know, like we were really proud of this movie, and like they just kept focusing on the current one. Um, they didn't. Well, you didn't see his body. I think they did that for a reason. And you heard him breathe at the end. So after yeah, the credits, I kind of um, I but Jason Blum is smart. I just hope he just doesn't like start cranking them out. Because he did that with the Purge, but the Purge doesn't have the lineage in terms of, no, of course like not. Halloween. So, 
But I think he's done with the purge because his last one made no money. But well, it, made money, right. it made money. It made money for Blumhouse because they don't spend money. So so. But man, Jason Blum just openly talks about how cheap he is. I think it's hilarious. He's I like, I want everything. It works. It works. Yeah. it works. So we shall see what happens. We're going to see Halloween again later, and next Let's week we're next week's opinion. episode is fully on Halloween. So we will see what we rank it in terms of our top. Jenny's going to be like Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers is better than no Halloween Six: Producers Cut. You haven't seen it yet. I know it's so good. It's still not good. It's so good. <laughs> Did you re- did you rewatch it, G? Uh, yeah, I did. It's just like they're both equally not good. No, this one actually has an ending. The other it's one, like, they're both mediocre movies. They're like one is just is more cohesive and has better narrative, but like they're both bad. Oh, I don't know, man. I like it more than I like it more than Revenge, and I like it more than a lot of a lot of them. G, Lou, you haven't seen the producer's cut, right? No. Have you seen Halloween Six at all? No. Oh, you should watch both. <laughs> it's pretty no. bad. No, it's Paul Rudd's first movie. Oh wait, no, I did see that one. Halloween Six, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, it's the theatrical cut is no, no bueno. It's oh, so bad. That's what I saw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the producer's cut is. I like it. G doesn't. But did you watch Halloween Three yet? I did watch it again. Uh, you didn't? I did. I watched it again. And? It's good. I don't think it's great, but it's no, good. no, 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 no. I, I think it's in that franchise. I think it's very good. That the stand. I still think the ending is like the best thing ever. Oh, they talked about that at the convention too. Since you're a big Halloween Three fan, they yeah. talked about. How Universal called John Carpenter and did not want to talk to Tommy Lee Wallace directly, even though he directed it. They were like, "Hey, we like the movie, but he needs to change that ending. It's too bleak. Uh, I, we need to we need to give the audience hope that like something good happened." And then John Carpenter called Tommy Lee Wallace and he was like, "Hey, they want to change your ending. What do you want me to tell them?" And then he was like, uh, "I like the ending, and you need to keep it." And then John Carpenter was like, all right, I have pull. I'm going to back you. I'm going to tell them that you're not going to change it. And that was the end of the discussion. And it worked. I think that yeah. ending is great. The only thing they couldn't get Universal to do was market it right. They they were like, they they were keen on the way they marketed it. They were like, well, we don't really have to explain that. It'll be obvious that he's not and, in it. And I think, <laughs> and I wrote in my review this week that's on the site right now, that that is the biggest problem with the movie is that the marketing of the movie was very unfair to the film because they I mean they play, a damn, they play a trailer for Halloween in the movie yes they do it's so weird <laughs> um and also I mean it has other flaws because how do they get Stonehenge all the way to yeah, yeah it's it's, <laughs> so. but in terms of the anthology thing they were ahead of its time because I mean look at American Horror Story they're yeah. doing that right now so I think Halloween 3 is I, I'm glad that I'm not the only asshole that loves it because it's, no, it definitely it, it definitely has, it has its fans. fans so, but I'll talk about that more next week. Now we're here to talk about what we came to talk about Friday the Thirteenth. Um, so we talked about Nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chainsaw a few weeks ago. Now we can talk about maybe the only franchise that doesn't have a really good entry in it. I don't think there's a really good Friday the Thirteenth movie. I think they're all entertaining. I just don't think. <laughs> There I guess the first one's the closest to being. Yeah, I think the first one's the closest. Yeah, Jenny's. It's funny. She, Jenny was shitting on this movie. All all the same while we were walking, and I was like, "But you like Friday the Thirteenth. You can't shit on Halloween." I do like Friday the Thirteenth. You guys don't like it? Why? It's a bad movie. It's not it's a good bad. movie. It's, it's, it's not fun. a bad movie. No, it is a terrible movie. The, ori- is, the original. The original movie it's is good awful. Movie. It's a good movie. I will always focus. There's aspects of it that are well made. I will. Say. 
the reveal is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't give a like, you don't give a hell about any of the characters though. I mean, like maybe see, they're they're there. I mean, you'd look at what Halloween does, and then you look at what Friday the Thirteenth does, like two years later or three. Yeah, two years later. But I mean, those teens are there basically to die. Also, who? They're all set up to die. Linda and Annie? No, not in Halloween. Oh, on Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. We're back on this movie now. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they make <laughs> Even Alice fucking sucks. Alice is terrible. Uh, th- what was up with her relationship with the guy? Yeah, like, were they together? Nice. Not Phil, the yeah, other she's one. She's great. Adrian King is like super, super, super duper nice. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you don't know if they're dating. You don't know what's going on with that. But we'll get into that in a second. So, I know that she was drawing him in his sleep. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the box office real quick of each no one. No one's drawn you in your sleep, G. Uh, he, um. So so Friday Thirteenth One was released May 9th, nineteen eighty, and a budget of five hundred and fifty k, and it grossed. It did a good, very good job, and thirty nine million, which is great. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two was released a year later, and it was a one point two five million dollar budget, and it still made good money, twenty one million. Friday the 13th still remains the second highest, no third highest in the franchise. It cost 2.5 and it made 36 million. And then moving on to final chapter 2.6, which was supposed to be the last one. And it made 32 million. Then we get to part five, 2.2 million budget. And then $21.93 million box office. Then we have Jason lives, which is my favorite in the franchise, uh, 3 million and then $19.47 million uh, box office. And then part seven, 2.8, and 19.7 gross. Jason takes Manhattan as G's favorite, $5 million. And then 14.34 box office. Uh, loose favorite, Jason X. Definitely. Uh, 14, damn, this is this movie cost $14 million to make. It only made it's 13. Space. Yeah, $13 million yeah, it made. They're in space. It's expensive. And then Freddy vs. Jason is the highest grossing, which cost 25 but made 82 And then the hot garbage remake outside of the first 15 minutes. Uh, nineteen million dollar budget, and it made sixty five million. So, money's kind of there early on, but it wasn't really anything that was. It's a it's a steady money machine. Yeah, like it's a Blumhouse mark. You don't make yeah. cheap movies, and you make your money. Um, so part one is simple. We were just talking about it. No one really cares about anybody. All these teenagers are there to die. That's Kevin Bacon's the most. Yeah, but you don't know why they're dying. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's yeah. true. They're just dying. But I, over, I, I, I just think. I will say though, like when I watched this as a kid, Friday Thirteenth, like Kevin Bacon's death left the most impression on me. Not because it's Kevin Bacon, but because definitely because of Kevin Bacon. But because he's laying in bed, and then all of a sudden, this fucking whatever it is, a screwdriver or whatever, impales him up through the throat. It was like a, it was like a spear or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like traumatized when i saw that so like it's the best kill in the movie i think seriously yep, like not like after i saw that movie i would always check under my bed just in case before Does i went it? to bed because and... i was like what if someone's under there and then oh I'll but play. she would she would have to be very precise in her placement of the spear like go go through all that stuff and get right through the neck <laughs> doesn't no, hold true, up but still doesn't hold up on blu-ray though because it looks really really bad on blu-ray right now is it is it yeah. grainy? no not grainy it looks like there's a prosthetic neck there Oh, really? Yeah, it looks really bad on Blu-ray. Well, in 1980, it probably... Yeah, in 1980, it must have looked amazing, but now, with the with the way technology is. Um, is there anything you guys love about part one? I mean, 
I love, I love the reveal. Betsy Palmer. I love Betsy Palmer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she. I mean, she's, you didn't see. Were you gonna say she, she got, kills it? She got a Razzie nomination for this. I think, no, but I thought she did really. She did good. really good. I liked her too. Yeah. I know. Didn't I didn't expect it. I don't like her reasoning. I think her reasoning is bogus. That she has to kill all these counselors that had nothing to do with her son's death. Well, she should probably kill herself because she wasn't paying attention to her kid either. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, always she thought wasn't that. At the camp yeah, well, at no, the time, she wasn't right? at the camp. It was a camp. No, no, but I. Oh, she worked at the camp. I think she worked she there. Did? Though, didn't she? Yeah, because yeah. Jason was there because that's her son. Who I think he had, well, he had a disability or something along those lines. They never really explained what he had. Hold on, let's see. But um, yeah, she worked there, and then the camp, the counselors were too busy. What did she say? Too busy making love. And well, then, that young boy drowned. <laughs> that sounded like a note. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't paying attention. Oh yeah, uh, she was. She was the cook. She explains it to her. She said she was the cook. Uh, she was making nice. meals. No, the cook's not watching the lake. The cooking. <laughs> but um. Well, she said Jason should have been watched every minute. That's your son, man. <laughs> should I put that reveal on the podcast later? What? That she was a cook? No, no, no. Like her <laughs> I was doing a reveal. <laughs> Bringing that light. That she's a killer. That she's a killer. Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the movie's only like how old? <laughs> forty years old, over thirty something years old. It's nineteen eighty. So, so forty years old, thirty eight years old now. Um, yeah, no, I think okay, that good. it's a great reveal. Uh, I like her death because it's very definite. Like they just chop her head off and we're yeah. good to go. And I think that's yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> and then it has that. Gr- in nineteen eighty, it must have been great just being in that theater and see Jason just come out of the, of the water at the end to set yeah. up, what turned out to be the next. 12 movies. It doesn't, it doesn't make a lick of sense. but whatever. It doesn't, because the next movie is a grown-ass man. A year later. A year later. Grown-ass man. But he doesn't really hop out of the water, right? That Like, that she dreamed it? She dreamed yeah, it. She, she dreamed, dreamed it. Yeah, she dreamed it. So he could have been how old? Yeah, he could have been old. Yeah, but where was he this whole time? Been... Like, this girl Hanging. taking revenge on the people killing her son, and he's walking around here with a, with a mask on. Hanging. Just hanging. Um, yeah, he could be like, Mama, I'm alive. Yeah. I mean, then we go to part. Then we go to part two, which I really, actually like a lot. I actually really enjoy part two. It has my favorite kill in the entire series. All the wheelchair. The wheelchair kill in part two is the best kill in the entire franchise. It's it's by far the meanest. (laughs) Yeah, because I should. And he was about to get laid, and then he's like, "Nah." Poor wheelchair guy, bro. I I remember. I think Jenny saw it for the first time with me, so I was like, "This kill is going to be the best one." And when she saw it, she's like, "Oh, that's not very nice." What's the one where they have the barn? Is that three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my. That's I my actually, favorite. I see. I actually like three a lot too. Three's good. Three, Three's is, three right. is really good. Three has. I think three has the best. Yeah. You know, well, one of the best cast. I know we're gonna talk about it eventually, but that's why I like that one. The most. Two doesn't have a good cast, I guess. No, but it does have one of the best final girls. I like Amy Steele a lot. Yeah, she's a good final girl, and and she's. Yeah. It goes back to what we were we're talking about before, like in terms of like these female characters being intelligent it's very smart what she does like she puts on J- uh jason uh, uh pamela's sweater and then she pretty much uh, manipulates him remember when she pees on herself when she sees the rat i think so it um, happens guys it happens you pee on yourself when you see rats in the city no oh that would be weird <laughs> <laughs> um so watch at home uh, um well, that would be weird, but... also i do like and... that that jason isn't all powerful he seems like just a guy He's a yeah. bumbling, he's a clumsy. clumsy. Yeah. He's Bro. clumsy as hell. Like I love when like she's underneath that bed or whatever after she pees. And he oh, has, he like, trips over the tape over the chair. Yeah, he has like perfect like, like home field advantage to just kill her, and then like he just fucks up. <laughs> and I do like the look. 
I like it more than the hockey mats. I know I'm probably in the minority, but I think it's scarier than the. I the... I like the way they did it in the remake, not the number two though. What, what do you mean? In the in the in the the, re, the remake, the mm-hmm. way they did the sack over the face, I like how they did it there better over than, than the than other the original. Yeah, he just looked like a bumbling idiot with a sack in his head. <laughs> I mean, he got a cut. He has a learning disability. I guess. We'll call, we'll call <laughs> uh, all right. So oh, and uh, what's the verdict on Paul? Did Paul die? No. Paul didn't die. I don't think so. He's not. At the, he's not at the end of the movie. Maybe he's just there somewhere. It's like Jimmy. Jimmy's not at the end of the movie in Halloween, and I don't think he's he also fucking useless too. Jimmy? Oh, we'll talk. To no, him. no, 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 Paul, Paul. Paul. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and what? I can't remember his name, but what about that toolbox? That uh, the smartest character in the history of the franchise that stays at the bar. Oh, because he stayed at the bar, even though he, even though he has, I should be killed, written all over him. Yep. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was a goner. But S- smartest guy in the whole franchise. After watching part two, we can be assured that Jason has no shot of not coming back. Yeah. All he does is just get a, a knife through the shoulder? Shoulder blade? Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, that ending where he crashes through the window as a kid used to get me more than the ending from part one. Like it's way more abrupt. Like I used to I used to jump every single time and yeah. I knew it was coming and every single time I would jump. Is that a dream sequence too? I think that you know, Shit, I don't know. That one could be real. Because I think it literally ends right there, right after that, right? Yeah, it yeah, well, like they, uh, yeah. Kind of like cuts, and then they are, they're wheeling her out of the place, and she's like saying, like, where's Paul? And that's and, why I don't know what happened to Paul. <laughs> and to, uh, to follow up on what you were saying before, this movie takes place five years after part one. So okay. Maybe he grew a little bit ever oh. since then. Well, no, no. If it was a dream sequence, I'm, my whole thing is where has he been this whole time? His mom was killing people because he's dead. Into the water. Uh, okay. How well, you see his house in part two. I guess he's just hanging there. Yeah, but how letting his mom kill everybody. I know that. I think what was the story that said that they said is that he saw his mom getting his head chopped off, and that's what triggered him. Yeah, so he wasn't a killer before that. Like, no. yeah. So did he just happen to see that, and not all the other shit she was doing in his honor? Well, I think I think she, if I'm if we're trying to make sense out of a he's nonsensical like situation, I think what I'm thinking is that he was okay with his mom doing all these killings. And then when he saw his mom get his head, ch- uh, get her head chopped off, that's what triggered him to say, "I gotta kill everybody." But that's not my issue. My issue was like, if what you're you- a mama's boy, and you see your mom doing, yo, 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 mom, I'm alive. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like he's well, been we- around this whole time because he's a grown ass man. And number two, at uh, five years later, so he's been around. Well, maybe he doesn't know what his mom looks like anymore. That's so he shouldn't feel anything about her getting her head chopped off. Oh yeah, that's a good point, man. No sense. I mean, the whole franchise makes no sense. Well, there are there are some plot who oh, huge in <laughs> not as bad as Halloween, but well, uh, I think they're worse than Halloween. Oh, bro. No, there's some there's some continuity issues with Friday the Thirteenth that are way worse than Halloween. First, those first four movies. Well, good segue to part three. Um, so part three removes, uh, he finds a way to remove the machete from his shoulder, and he the he third also cut, he also cut his hair. Yeah, he's bald now. Yep. So, and then I like he, long hair, Jason. Though you like the long hair, yeah, because yeah, it feels more disheveled. Well, he, he, he seems more canish. Yeah, I do like this one. I don't think it's that great, but it, in terms of entertainment wise, I do like this one. Uh, I Shelley's one of my favorite characters, even though he's like so there to die. You're kind but, of annoying. What? What's wrong with Shelley? Because he's fat. No. No. Well, he. Well. Where did okay, I say so, that? So he's a, he's, he's the he's only. Aware of, 
he's aware of what happened to her, right? <sighs> All of her friends are aware that she got attacked, and that's why she's coming back. And she wants to go back there for whatever reason. So, yeah, because she apparently and was... He fakes out, and then he pretends to be dead, like, early, like, as soon as they get there. Yeah, so, that was like, a, a, a dick muscles. move. He was just trying to get laid. Yeah. No. So you were okay. I didn't need to. So, That's not how it works. So you were I think o- these guys in these movies need a lesson on how to. How to so you were okay these. with you were okay with him <laughs> getting killed? Yeah. Yeah, I was fine That's with that. Not nice at all. I like Shelly. Uh, but hey, did I- you notice that all three of the main girls are brunettes? There's like not a blonde. Isn't Amy still a blonde? Alice is a blonde. Oh, no, she's in part two. Well, she's in Alice, part is two. A, Alice is. No, I mean, no, I mean, like, oh, no, I mean the third one. Yeah. Oh, in the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all brunette. And then he take this is when you first see the hockey mask that becomes his pretty much his logo for the rest of the series. Oh, uh, that poor that poor girl like died thinking that Shelly like harpooned her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, You're not gonna sleep with me, I'm going to Shelly, sh- that's harpoon. not funny. And then he's like, Yep, I'm gonna shoot you in the eye with Yeah. Kablam. Uh no real standout kills in this one, I think I Oh, that one was good. Or the the eye one? 3D. <laughs> Do you have because you have that steel book box set, right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you ever watch it in 3D? Because I did once, and it's. it's I did once. Some of, some of the 3D works. Some of it does not. I think the problem with that with 80s movies that try to be in 3D is that they really try to force the 3D on you. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of moments in that movie, like where the one that comes up to my to mind right away is when right early on in the movie when they're transitioning from I think Crystal Lake to the town that they're leaving from, you see the the baseball bat. Oh yeah, it's all close. And it's like super duper close. I'm like, oh, I guess. Uh, guys. you know what? There is a standout kill when Andy's doing the handstand and he like chops oh, him down. Oh, he chops him down the middle. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. And then how did he die? In and, this then one? That, and then that girl's like, you know what? I changed my mind, Andy. I don't need that beer. Well, now he's dead because he went to go get you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crew in the the crew in the barn, they're pretty much there for fodder as well. Yep. Bikers. Yeah, the bikers in the bar. Um, what? Any... Oh, I lo- I also love when she axes him at the end, and then he put- reaches his hand out, which also looks pretty decent. Yeah, because he's supposed to be like Frankenstein there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool too. Then I think that's pretty much it on part three, part four. Actually, I think yeah. I think part four has the best cast overall. Cast. Yeah, overall cast because we have because even like even the main family is cool, and then like the the you know the other people there are just there to die, but even they're not that. Bad. Which was this one? Fresh my memory on this one. This is the one with uh, Corey Feldman with Tommy Jarvis. That doesn't help me. What happens in the movie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help me. That is <laughs> that is the. This is supposed to be the last. Wait, 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 is this when Tommy was a kid? Yeah, oh, that is my favorite one. Yeah, and Crispin Glover. Yeah, no, right. Chris, this is right after. Was this right after? Um, Back to the Future. I think. Back to the Future. No, this is the two years before Back to the Future. So he's still brand new to the game. Before he got weird and shit. <laughs> apparently, oh well. Apparently, he was a weirdo when he made that too. They talk about it kind of. He was very eccentric. Uh, even, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, the movie starts with him in in the coroner's office. He kills mm-hmm. the doctor. He kills, and he goes back to Crystal Lake, and then he pretty much takes everyone down there. Um, I like. I actually, dude. I actually like the kill, and it's crazy. It's maybe brutal, but I like the kill of the late the girl, the hitchhiking girl. Oh, while the banana! Eat, while she's eating a banana, <laughs> and he slits, he puts the knife through her throat while she's eating a banana. I don't remember that kill. It's per, it's on the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah, I so, remember that. I remember visually. I don't remember. Yeah, that kill. It, it's pretty. It's pretty gruesome. I think this is the beginning of them all the kills becoming extra, extra over the top. Yeah. Because I, I think, and then, and then Tom Savini worked on it. I think he wanted to go all out because he felt like he. Well, he thought. Of- he also thought this was going to be it, so I think right, he right. really wanted to go all out. Well, I also became a staple of the franchise, the signature kills. 
What this one? No, oh, no, the whole franchise in general. Like that's kind of like what people go see it for. Well, for this franchise, see, yeah, just to see kill, the kills. Yeah. That's not a good thing when that's the reason you're going to see these. Saw survived. Oh, you know what else? One when the guy's in the shower and he like shoves his head into the like the the shower wall. Like, I you remember know, that one. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jenny doesn't Ugh. remember. I do. It's what I'm. What's your favorite kill on this? I feel bad for the guy, uh, Crispin Glover's buddy, that he's just there watching movies. No, no girl wants to be with him. Oh yeah. And then he's well, he was kind of a dick. In no, he, he was no, okay. He was, he was a dick. He was a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> he was being nice in the cabin, right? Like, yeah. In the house. I thought he was okay. He was a little obnoxious. And then he die in the living room. Yeah. yeah. What he does? What right? did he keep calling Crispin Glover's character? I forgot. He kept making fun of him. A dead fuck or something like that. He dead kept fuck. Him yeah, dead. he called him a dead yeah. fuck. Terrible. He was. He wasn't the nicest person. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah it's okay. He, he went out. The, he he went out so bad. I feel. I feel bad for the other that dude that like is hunting him down when he's getting killed in the. Uh, it's towards the end of the movie, and he's like, he's literally saying, "He's killing me. He's killing me." I don't remember that. Uh, it's the guy. It, okay, so the guy um, was the one that was saving all those like newspaper clippings of Jason and stuff, and it, I guess he was the brother of. Uh, one of the girls in part two, the girl that like, gets like speared. Oh, the guy, with the, the guy just running around the motorcycle the whole movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, and he's I like, also, getting, yeah, he's getting killed in the basement. He's literally like screaming, "He's killing me! He's killing me!" And I do really, really like the opening where they have the they show with the old theme. Oh, the right previous the theme, and they give a little bit backdrop of the history of the franchise. I thought that was good too. And they I show do all the kills again, <laughs> like the trailers. And I do like the ending. And it was good. Because Tommy Jarvis absolutely destroys him. Yep. You could see he's dead here. I would say he would be dead here if the franchise was over here. Um, and I do like the transition. It reminds me of Halloween 4 in a way. That you think Tommy is now the new mm, yeah. killer. But Well, that would have been a cool way to go since they, um, he wasn't really the killer in New Beginning. So. And that, <laughs> trans- wasn't really the and that yeah. transitions to Jenny's favorite. Friday 13th Part 5. And I Jenny. actually like Part five. It's, it's okay. not bad. This is a, this it's is a fake one, right? This is it's not nearly. Yeah. It's not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Man, I was, I was outraged. It's bad. It's so bad. I tell you, I'm, I, I was, was, I was okay this. with it. Not really. Everyone you didn't like it. No. Really I the only thing I mean, watching on 2020 hindsight, you know, it's not the real Jason because he has a blue, blue uh, color yeah, on his hockey that. mask. No, I mean we didn't know that, but now there's only the third movie with the hockey mask. I think yeah. I, and isn't every hockey match like a little different from no. every movie? It's no, they're all well, slightly it's different, different yeah, but they're... it always has the red instead of the blue. There was some. There was one that didn't even have one any at all. I don't. I forgot, I forgot which one. I'd have to think about that, but um, I don't like anything about part five. There's, it's. I'm trying to think of. Uh, any. I enjoy it. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out. Actually, to be. I do enjoy hey, one kill. The hospital scene was kind of cool. Why they don't she, like who it. she was there. Every yeah, time I ask people why they the don't movie? like it, they always say it's the whole, like, there's no, uh... There's no Jason? There's no Jason. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Well, that's, this is what you got. And it's not bad. Not nearly as bad as Jason goes to it hell. Out. It's not as bad as Jason goes to hell, the other Yeah, movie it's not bad as Jason takes Manhattan. It's not as bad as Jason Hey, I much prefer Jason takes Manhattan. It's not as bad as Jason X. <laughs> I, we're going to get to it in a few, but I prefer Jason takes Manhattan over this. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I have really nothing else to add to this. He takes Manhattan. He takes Vancouver. Or wherever the hell they shot it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) Then we go to my favorite entry. Wait, did you know that, like, behind the scenes, production was plagued with hardcore drug use? Yeah, in part five? Yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. It's in a documentary. 
Yes, so it's Peter the Brack's book, Crystal Lake Memories, The Complete History of Friday the 13th. Like hardcore drug use. Watch Details the, it. Watch the Blu-ray. You did fucking acid, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. I do like one death in part five, the, oh, the black guy when he's taking a shit. <laughs> I just like the, ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you like the little boy? Little boy was no. Funny. Wait, is that in the <laughs> porter potty yeah. thing? Like the cabin, like the little porter? Yeah. Okay. Um, the little boy was funny. No, I did not like. Yeah, I did was... not like the boy. No. What's wrong with the boy? I just didn't like it. That's not actually. Nice. I don't like any like other Doesn't than Tommy. I got for another movie. Nah, I could have sworn it came back. They should make like a movie with him and Tommy Jarvis as the as the heroes. Yo, no, God. buddy cop, Friday the Thirteenth movie. A buddy cop movie. Yeah. Wow. Um, Tracy Morgan will play him. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but we go moving on to part six. My favorite entry. I think this one's the first one that didn't try to take itself serious because it was a lot of self-aware jokes in it like even the beginning they have the what is that the james bond opening yeah where it has really? yeah so if you watch party 13 part six like jason comes back tommy jarvis um is that the one with the when he tries to destroy the grave or some lightning shit yeah so that's where it opens that's the 007 open yeah so no so it, it opens up with that uh-huh. and then once title. once jason escapes and he puts his mask back on it goes into the eye, and you see Jason walking. He oh, throws, uh, he yeah, I remember, I remember that. I remember that. So For some it, reason, I was picturing full Double Seven more. Like, dun, dun, dun. oh like, no, what? no. <laughs> I also fuck? like that they even even the. Uh, I was like I missed that. Yeah, right. Even the te- the kids are self aware, and it's pretty funny because there's a scene where Jason's at Crystal Lake, and you see two kids. He's like, "So, what did you want to be when you grow up?" So I thought that was pretty pretty funny. Uh, everything else about it, I thought it was short. It didn't try to like, overextend itself. Uh, you know, it was Tony Goldwyn's first movie. Tony Goldwyn was in Ghost, and he was also on Scandal. He was a person on Scandal. Oh. But he's the guy with the American Express thing, that, the, the couple that gets killed. Another, in the, uh, another great self-aware thing that they – because yeah. American Express was really big at the time. Yeah. And when they – I don't know if you remember, Luke. So they killed the couple, and the guy's wallet falls out of – in the water, and everything falls in except the American Express cars. It just stays floating. For a reason. For a reason. So I thought that was pretty cool, too. Uh, and I really like uh, C.J. Graham as Jason. Okay. Very, very menacing. Cause I like Tom Morgan, but Tom Morgan is like a skinny dude to play Jason. Then we get to part seven, and that's when Jason becomes Jason. That's when Kane Hodder's first first movie. I actually like that. I like people more than Jason. Blue. So did you know that in six, though, Tommy Jarvis was supposed to be the villain, but then because of the poor reception in the first two movies to him? Wait, yeah. they didn't like Tommy Jarvis poor in part reception. four? So it was really part five, but because of the poor reception that they didn't have Jason as the main guy, that they decided in six that they were going to make him the main antagonist again. Try something different. But they were going to try to change it to have Tommy as the villain, but because of the poor reception. Not a fan. They went back to Jason. I mean, I'm fine with Which kind of makes sense because it is Jason's story. And Tommy. It's his past. Tommy Jarvis is a guy. Yeah. I did like where they were going, though, like. In part four, they would have continued that for three movies. I would have been okay with it. But um, no, overall, I did. Part six is my favorite. Then part seven is. The New Blood. We just saw that in the theater uh, about two months Jerry, ago. Carrie meets Why? Uh, it was a screening at the Alamo Draft House. Jesus Christ. So I like watching old horror movies on the big screen. It's on 35 millimeter and everything. So it was pretty dope. Uh, this is Kane Hodder's first, mo- first movie is as this Jason. Is that blonde bitch lady? Oh, you should have tries to move in on like yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You do it. I'll I'll, I'll let you go off. Jenny didn't like one of the blonde characters. Yeah. Oh, the really bitchy, seductive one. Yeah. 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 I didn't like her. And she there's one of of her in all those movies though. 
Yeah. Right. That's true. And I play the game. I play the Friday the Thirteenth game. But and what I've loved about the game is that every there's one of the characters in in the game is in the movie. So the blonde the blonde chick just got added to the game, and I thought that was a nice little nod to that character because she's actually no the actress. I can't think of her name at the moment. She is no longer with us either. Mm. So. Yeah. But everything about Lar Park Lincoln. No, that's the that's the main chick. Oh, that's the main. Oh. That's the main girl, yeah. I would like, I think we talked about this before, if they have a final girl. Because this would be the 13th, the next one, now that the rights are finally taken care of. Oh, Melissa. Yeah, Melissa. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> Melissa. There she there is. is. Susan Jennifer Sullivan. Christ, that we bitch. share a name. Yeah, she didn't like it. Jenny was she like. She died in 2009. Yeah, Jenny was R. not R. about anything she did. Mm. She's like, why? Uh, is, this, is, this the, is this one the most heavily cut out of all of them? Yeah, because Kane Hodder actually talked about that. The other movie she starred in was Click, the Calendar Girl. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say the Adam Sandler. Movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Click, the Calendar Girl Killer. I actually I like, like, and I don't I like, like Adam Sandler. She... I really like Click. Yeah, Click was not bad. I was like, who is she in Click? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Melissa. Uh, Adam Sandler and his habit of having hot wives or girlfriends in his movies. Yeah. Hey, Beckinsale's gorgeous. Did Ugh. you know, uh, completely off topic, I saw an interview Kate Beckinsale was actually lined up to be Wonder Woman originally Wonder Woman yeah, yeah. not over Gal Gadot but like years years ago during the underworld like craze, craze she was still going to be Wonder Woman interesting what do you think well she even thought that it's a good idea that it didn't work out because <laughs> she said yeah, the script she... was horrible <laughs> and she gave a lot of props to Gal Gadot too so yeah. that was that was good I didn't know that I don't know you know, I could totally see her doing it because she's good at she's good in kick ass roles, pretty much. So. Yeah, so she, I don't like Underworld, but I think she's good in Underworld. Oh, this is like I don't really like the I don't really like the Total Recall remake, but I like her. What did what, what did you say, Lou? So this is the the, the Friday Thirteenth movie where his face didn't make any sense. Oh yeah, because he looked like a complete monster, right? Yeah. Well, he was a zombie, right? No, but he looked like a like an inbred hillbilly in most of the movies. This one, he just looks like a monster. Yeah. Well, because he's dead, he's a zombie. Well, we get that, but he was dead before. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the death in part six. I thought he could have just been done because he got his neck pretty much like, yeah, completely oh, from the motor. Right? Yeah, from the motor. And then part seven has the end with the father coming out of the grave, out of the water grave, mm. with not he was he was supposed to be looking like a zombie, but they did they ran out of money. So they, they ran out of money, <laughs> so they put like black paint on him. And he just came out of the water and took Jason down. Okay. And th- which leads us to Friday Thirteenth Part Eight: Jason Takes Manhattan. Which that's yeah. why that's, that, that's this is where I stopped the franchise. I did not watch this one. Like, this you didn't is, watch it. This is a big downward slope. <laughs> so seventy five. Would you say seventy five percent of the movie, Gigi, or eighty percent, doesn't take place in New York? It's on a cruise, it's on a, it's on a cruise ship. So about eighty <laughs> percent of the movie is on a cruise ship. Yep. And going to New York. Going to New York. But Jason kills almost half the cast in on the ship. On the ship yeah, just keeps going. He also kills Deathstrike. Did we realize that Kelly Hu is an Asian girl in the movie? And she was Deathstrike in X2? That's Lady her? Deathstrike. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh, I, I didn't notice that. He killed Deathstrike. And she <laughs> got killed for just being friends with the little whore. I know. See, so there's a little whore in all those movies. So there was one in that one, and she was trying to. She even she's trying to seduce the teacher. teacher guy. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jenny. Jenny didn't say anything about that. Yeah, Jenny was all about that. She's like anything for a good grade. 
Should I get the A plus? She's J- Jenny's looking like I don't remember this. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's funny because if you look at part eight, I think that was in part eight. Yeah, I think a lot of people got killed for the whore because the <laughs> the guy the guy that the she's not. I don't know. She was giving herself up for the for the teacher. She wanted. She's to gonna seduce the teacher so for she grade. Can get a better. She hey, yeah. She wanted to zoom 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 in his boom boom. There you go. Mm. And the she her, drew, did she draw? She drew like a science project she or something drew, on her body. She like, drew the human anatomy on her body. And said, on, you, on, yeah, yeah. And she's like grade me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's a wild pickup line. Yeah, <laughs> do you not me. remember that? No, I don't remember this. In eight, <laughs> yes. I got a YouTube. I got a YouTube. Not during the podcast. Watch it later. Um, and then the other, the the kid that liked her, the camera guy, he got hustled too by her, and then he died for yep. her too because Jason killed him with the. Didn't she kill him with the guitar or something like that? Or he killed the the rocker? He killed the rocker with the guitar. He killed the rocker with the guitar, yeah. and then I yeah, killed... but the guy, the guy with the camera, the camera guy found her. I forgot how he killed him though. Okay, so he dies because of her. But I I also think the lead is pretty weak. Both of them, the girl, the girl? and the guy. Who the father was a complete douchebag because he was like, when he was also the teacher. <laughs> no, 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 not the not her father. I'm talking about the guy's father. Oh, oh, oh okay. Because he he was he made him the captain of the ship, which I don't know why you would make the captain of a a senior of a senior in high school well, the captain of a ship. <laughs> but sure, why not? He tells him like what to. He's like, what do you do next? And the kid's like looking at like his. She's like, I don't know, pretty much. And he's like, he gets mad at him. He's like, you do this and then you do that. And he gives him like this disgusted look. And I'm like, dude, this kid's like 17 years old. He doesn't know how to fucking man a fucking ship. So he dies too. The father dies too in that. Uh, and then when they get to New York, as the worst Jason death, I think out of all the, the entire franchise, you would say, G? Yeah. Because they go into the I sewer and acid a, kills a cra- him. Oh, I thought a crackhead killed him. <laughs> so, he like... He like throws up water first. He then... throws up water. <laughs> Wait, first his mask comes off. Wait, is it? He, hold on. <laughs> Does he fall into acid or no? What? So apparently they clean the sewers in New York by releasing chemicals and acid at night. That's not how they do it, but okay. So <laughs> they are running away from the acid, and Jason's following them. And then there are the the guy and the girl holding the the stairs, so they oh. get so the acid doesn't hit them. Obviously, the acid starts getting on Jason, and his mask comes off, and water starts spewing out of his mouth. No. And then it, the the acid obviously takes over his whole body. Then when when it drum, dim, dims down, um, he's a little kid again. Oh, get the fuck out of here! In that? What? Jen, when's the last time you watched this movie? <laughs> she saw it once with me, and she's like, "Oh, I really like it. I don't know what she was talking about." No, I didn't what? say that. Yeah, you did. I didn't say we t- that. That, that ending sounds terrible. Wait, we're, we're talking about Jason Takes Manhattan, right? Yeah. So where is yeah. the scene? I'm trying to find it. Uh, just, bro, he took... Oh I, don't think you were, I don't think you were prepared for this podcast. That's 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 all right, do you remember, remember when it. he knocked the dude's head off? That was cool. That was the best of. kill. So, Wait, but that makes sense now. Because if, if he comes back as a kid in part one, and he's been a kid his whole time on some Scooby-Doo shit, and the acid just took away his costume, we're trying to insinuate that he was a kid the entire time. Yeah, he just had a, he just had, he was just in a suit. I mean, sure. <laughs> you've Whatever made more. Sense. You've made more sense of this than movie, a lot of people yeah. have. Um, and then that's pretty much it. It Ends there. Wow. 
Now we're going to Jason X, right? Actually, no. But oh, we, I didn't, we, didn't mention, we didn't mention the best kill oh, in the right. movie. So this guy's a boxer. The, is he the only black guy in the movie? Yeah, he's the only black guy. So he's like a boxer, this athlete. And then his buddy got killed earlier because he's in the sauna. And Jason takes the, the rocks from the heat in the sauna and puts it in his stomach. Pretty dope. And then but at the end in New York, he's fighting. Jason's like fighting the boxer. And the boxer? boxer's like, yeah, boxing. <laughs> um, Ali Frazier just watch then, out. <laughs> Jason, well, the black guy's throwing the black guy's throwing all the punches. Yeah, Jason's okay. just taking all the punches, and then he's getting tired, and then the black guy's like, "Just give me your uh, give me your best shot," and then Jason just takes one punch and knocks his head off. Wow, good stuff. Yep. I mean, this is a try different profession. I know. <laughs> and then we get to Jason goes to hell, which is the absolute worst movie in this franchise. So then. Oh, until the, Nothing is good in that movie. There until, is until the last five seconds. Oh yes, yes, yeah. the last five seconds. Um, I don't really have oh, any. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reaction was oh, golden. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember her. Oh, like, her. Yeah, her. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. She's a little hoary. It's okay. She's a little hoary. So why is it okay for her to be hoary? But the one in part seven. Yeah, actually, that's a good question. No, no. I'm she's kidding, a brunette. I'm uh, yeah, she's a brunette. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, no, I don't know. It's not. I mean, it's not okay. It's not cool. I don't know. I don't care. So, Jason. Wait. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought this was so weird because this guy's been on like Murder She Wrote, so it was like a very weird. <laughs> what? <thing to> see. <laughs> yes. Is Murder She Wrote like a, a show that's happening now? I forgot about this. What did she use on this? Like eyeliner. <laughs> anyway, back to Jason yeah, goes to hell. So, left. <laughs> so <laughs> Jason goes to hell. Pretty much eliminates any continuity. Would this be the second continuity of the franchise? Love boat too. I guess. I guess. Yeah. So Jason goes to hell, eliminates anything that happened, and then he gets killed in the first five minutes of the movie. Awesome. Like his body explodes. Bam. So this <laughs> this this coroner decides to eat his heart. That was a good sound effect. And then he becomes Jason. <laughs> and then Jason is transferred over from body to body the entire movie. Yep. So Jason's not in the movie. Nope. Get in my body. Wow. Get in my body. Well, we are losing Jen. Yeah, every, a... The one minute the show goes on. I feel like Jay, Jen did a line of cocaine. <laughs> she's just giving us random, like, random ad-libs like, now. <laughs> fucking, like, she did like some line in the bathroom before she got on today. Duncan kicked in already. Uh, so yeah, outside of that, there's there's a storyline that Jason's blood about Jason's bloodline. And oh God! Jason has to kill the last living Voorhees. It turns into Halloween, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a cues, but and then there's really nothing else to talk about. Jay, the best part of the movie is the end where Freddy appears and we get the setup, the setup for Jason goes to hell that took nine years to make. No, no, Jason versus Freddy. Jason, uh, Freddy versus Jason. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, one of those movies. Don't tell me you like that movie. No, listening to all of this, I guess it really is not a good franchise. It's not. That's what I've been telling you for four but, years. It really, really isn't. But it's fun. I don't know. I guess I just like no, Jason. They're fun. It's the Fast the, and Furious a horror movie. But listening to this, ah, wait, like wait, this. wait, 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 wait. Let's not go there. So no, I was, no, no, Fast and Furious is way better. But I'm just talking about I, like there's I like actually would nobody say goes for it for the continuity. Part, Part one through eight are fun to watch. They're not great. They're fun to watch. I can't get. I don't watch part nine. 
Jason Goes to Hell is just absolute garbage. I I, I haven't I've rewatched that the least out of all of them. Yeah, same here. It is complete trash. I can sit through the next installment, which we're about to talk to, Jason X. 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 Jason X is hilariously bad. There's, there's I, like the cat, though. I enjoy watching it. It is yeah. it's so bad. It's like Batman and Robin to me. It's so bad. It's mm-hmm. it's good. I don't. Were you with Jason X? Uh, two thousand one. Yeah, that makes. Sense. I was a freshman in high school. So, um, is there anything good on that? Oh yeah, the the kill with the um, where she puts oh. the girl's face in the liquid. What is it? The the, the... It's like hydrogen. Hydrogen, or and like then that, he right? smashes her face on the yeah. table. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, I like the Camp Crystal Lake simulation thing where those two girls are like, "Do you want to smoke some pot? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to the... have premarital sex?" <laughs> And, they got, and he killed him. Oh, and then he, yeah, and then he kills her the um with the body with the sleeping bag. Yeah, sleeping bag. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, also a cool death in part seven, the sleeping bag thing. Sorry to go back to that. Yes, because that was the first time he had done it too. So yeah, I think outside of that, there's really nothing else to talk about. Jason X. Yeah, it's not, yeah, the, the, it's look like, at, the look at the end was okay. Oh, I did. Was like, it Uber the Jason? Uber Jason? I didn't mind. Yeah, it was pretty uh, ridiculous. It, it reminded me of like uh. What was that? The, what do they call the shredder in part two when he gets like just a super shredder? That's what it yes, reminded me of. Super yeah. shredder. Um, that's what it reminded me. Of. <laughs> I think that's it. There's really nothing. Yeah. Else to talk about with this one, and then we go to Friday. No, Friday versus Jason, which we've talked about before. We, we've watched. We've watched. Um, did we watch Jason X too? No, we didn't. But that's a good idea. Oh. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Um, there's really nothing else. We've talked about Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason was okay. It, it was okay. Um, I wish they would have cast a film differently. And outside of that, it was, the fight at the end was pretty dope. Did I like Kelly Rowland? They'll get started. <laughs> I don't want to get started. <laughs> and then finally, we get to the remake. He would have cast, cast Christina Milian instead. <laughs> I would have cast Christina Milian oh. instead. Dip, right, dip it low. Isn't I do not. Pick it up slow. I hate dip it low. What? what? Why do you hate you everything? bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who hates Dip I think it's a 2003 thing. Who hates Dip It Low? No one hates Dip It Low. That's a good song. I like Dip It Low. Wow. That song comes on the Tower 12 and we st- it still goes. Do, do you Dip It Low? I can say G. G does his coyote ugly and gets on the bar and he dips it low. <laughs> he recreates a whole music video. <laughs> All right, so finishing up. I, with I, discuss, I just pictured that in my head and discussed it myself. <laughs> so fini- finishing up, we have the remake. Great. All right, minutes. let's get this out of the way. The first fifteen minutes are great, are great. absolutely, absolutely. Some great. of the best in the franchise. Yep. No, like, doesn't it make you forget that you haven't even seen the title card yet? You're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like and fifteen minutes in before I, you get the title. That moment alone makes me love Derek Mears as Jason. Yeah, because he is vicious. And I think he's the most vicious in this than he ever was in the entire franchise because he burns right when he burns those fucking people in the fucking sleeping bag. I think that's extremely vicious. I kind of wish that cast would have been in the second half of the movie. Like it would have, I wish it would have focused on them. Yeah, that group more than the other. Yeah, I was actually gonna say that they seem much more likable than. However, home chick from the Flash. I always forget her name. Danielle. Panda Bucker, I think that's her last name. Something I'm like so that. Mad. I'm so mad she dies at the end. She <laughs> makes... It's so stupid that she dies. I mean, I guess it's like they did it for shock value because you think she's going to survive. But, of course, they couldn't have two ladies living. It's like so the I guess C- they have to get rid of one of them. That movie's like the CW alums because we have the guy from Supernatural. Oh, Gary, Gary Panda-like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, The Flash. And oh, and that... his, his sister was on the OC. That's not really a CW connection. That's more of a team show connection. <laughs> Technically, that movie's like... Friday the 13th part three, was that right? So what they the first fifteen minutes I like the way they did it. So the first fifteen minutes were supposed to be 
part one, and part two, two yeah. and three. And three? The rest of the movie yeah. was part four. How was it three? I um, got two. What was it? Obviously, you had the, the, the sack, which looked dope in this one. And he wasn't bubbling any of Lies. The rest of the movie is part three and four. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, yeah. So the first the first 15 minutes were part one and two. Yeah. I, then, then right after the opening credits, he gets to the hockey mask. Yeah, so I didn't mind the kills. I Jason's not the problem in this movie. I think it's everything else. This was the when they remake the guy. They, they really did we redo the whole thing with the guy on a motorcycle looking for his sister kind of thing? Yeah, because okay. that's uh, the guy from uh, yeah. Supernatural. Supernatural. And uh, House of Wax. And the blonde oh guy God, is the most unlikable character in the entire franchise. He is, but it's worth it when he dies. I mean, like, yeah. it, it, if you're going to make him an asshole, then make his death, like, something that, like, it's good. And they did. And it was good. Yeah, I agree. I, hey, guys, I'm going to invite you guys to my uh, parents' cabin, but don't touch anything. Like, <laughs> I don't, I why'd you bring twice. me up here? He's, he's, nothing, he's nothing like that character at all in real life. Good. Who is he, anyway? I always forget his name, but he's been in some other stuff. <laughs> okay. There was, like, no point in inviting anybody up to that cabin. If he's going to act like that. And everyone and goes. Killed the black guy too, didn't they? Yeah, the black guy died too. Damn he's it. the one that they threw the. He just threw the axe in his back or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I made a lot of money, so I figured that they were gonna do another one. But then that's when we can finish off the podcast talking about the lawsuit. Isn't that when the lawsuit started? Yeah. It also had a horrible second weekend decline. I mean, I know that doesn't matter because it didn't cost much to make, but it dropped like over seventy something percent. Is that who is who who released that? Was that Universal? Uh, Platinum Dunes did the okay. same people that did Texas Chainsaw. Oh, okay. Or Michael Bay's production company. Because then a little bit after that is when Blumhouse started, right? Like 2011, 2012, something. Yeah, Blumhouse. Like. So Platinum Dunes, I think, was supposed to be what Blumhouse is doing now. That they that's, they were they were the first to do like the low budget. They were doing like low budget, not just horror movies, but like. Just lower budget things. Uh, and I, I feel Bay like Blumhouse good. reminds me of, you might, I think you're the first one that mentioned this to me. Blumhouse is to horror what like the Tyler Perry movies are to comedies <laughs> because they don't cost a lot of money to make. Wow. But they make money. <laughs> so Yeah, and, they're, and the quality of their movies is better than the Tyler Perry yeah, <laughs> No, I know. I, I, know. I don't like Tyler Perry movies, but I like The Wood. I mean, I like a couple. Yeah, there are a couple good ones. Why did I get married? Pretty good. Why Don't I Get Married 2 was good. Did you guys ever see the show? Uh, not Tyler Perry show. The Friday the 13th show? <laughs> like, uh, it's good. It's good. It's not. It's it's kind of a American horror story kind of deal. It's another mythology type of thing. So it's, pre- it's pretty good. I recommend if you guys can find it. I have it on, on DVD. It's not even out on Blu-ray. So if you guys can get it. Are they still on DVD? Yeah, I have the box set. You know what's funny? Like, if like a Netflix or like an HBO actually does like a series like that. like And that's kind of... When we did a panel with Sean Cunningham, before while this lawsuit was going on, he said that that's what the plan was. They would, weren't going to make a movie; they were going to make an actual Netflix series with Jason. I think it could be more terrifying if you like slow down mm-hmm. his kill count, give yeah. him a good story. Obviously, keep the whole thing with the mom. You hear but what make Blumhouse it... wants to do though? They own the rights to Friday Thirteenth. No, no, no. But the, well, I mean, in general, what they we're just talking about TV shows. Oh. They. They've hinted that they would like to do a Halloween TV show. I don't know if that would work or not. Halloween. See, uh, I, we don't think it would work. I think it's more Friday the 13th. I don't think Halloween will work. And then Blumhouse also uh, wants to, uh, if they can get the rights to Scream, and I know you did last summer, they said they want to do that too. I don't need another Scream Don't they have a Scream show. TV show? We already got that. In. No, 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 no. Those would be as movies. They want oh. to do those as movies. Like remake it. I know. 
Man, but you can I can't imagine the cast right now. There's everyone from the CW. <laughs> oh, the entire everyone. cast of Riverdale would be the cast of Scream. Yeah, the whole yeah, 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 that's all you have to do. The whole cast of Riverdale. Who would survive? <laughs> who's the who's the last girl if they if they recast Scream? Man, it, it'd probably be Betty, mine. right? It's Betty. It'd be Betty. It would, it'd be Betty, even though I would prefer Veronica. Yeah, me too. We yeah, all but like, we Ronnie, all like... Ronnie's not supposed to be that smart. So Damn. In the comic book, she's not that smart. So if we're going to the comic, she's smarter than Betty on Riverdale. And then Archie, no, Archie would not. definitely live. Betty is like the Nancy Drew. Are we? Betty's the survivor. The I think Jenny likes they, Betty over Veronica. Would they, would they pull an audible and make Archie the killer? Like, would he be like Billy Loomis? That's actually I could see. It. I could see it because then it could be Betty and Juggy. I think Juggy would be uh, the Randy character. Yeah, well, Juggy well, would be like Stu, wouldn't he? Randy, I think Randy. <laughs> oh, Randy, he'd be more like Randy. Yeah. Ugh. What's wrong with Randy? I like Randy. You don't like Randy? He's the Randy one, he's he's the saddest death in the entire screen franchise. I know, franchise. but then he's gonna die. Because there's no reason Wes Craven should have killed him die. off. Well, Wes Craven, they did say they had to kill someone important in the second one. So kill David Arquette. <laughs> they tried twice and didn't work. <laughs> they killed him three I mean, times in the Wes entire Craven franchise. Loved, I guess I, I'm guessing Wes Craven loved David Arquette because like he. He was like, wait, should we shoot this last shot? To, like, we can show that he he survived Scream. And then he made him survive Scream 2. I mean, he must like David Arquette. There's no way he should have survived if Scream 2. If I had two. to pick, though, I would have totally picked Dewey to die. Yeah, Dewey is awful. He's not even a good guy. And it would have been, cool, been a cool, tragic death. Because, like, when he's getting stabbed where she can't, like, hear him screaming or whatever. That was a good shot. That was a very awesome. good shot. It's really, it's really well done. It would have been, like, a little solid death for him. Like, you know could have kept I Randy mean, alive. Oh, and then final, final Scream question before we finish off. Who is the Drew Barrymore character? Who's that big star that we kill off oh, in the first shit. five minutes? Oh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the redhead chick? Well, no, no, I don't not think her. she'd do no, it. No, not that's Cheryl. A good, that's a good one, but I don't think she'd do it. Cheryl, I think, would be the Rose McGowan. Alan, yeah, you're right. She'd be Rose McGowan. She'd be Rose McGowan. Well, but I think... I think I, you could kill Josie in the beginning. No, but I think the big star... Hey, why are you going to kill them? <laughs> you really like Josie? I like Josie. I like her. I wanted to die in the first 10 minutes. Well, no, I think who they kill off, if they do remake Scream and they kill off a star, like, I think they have to be an established film star, not the CW kind of deal. So I think loses the point. I do like the Margot (laughs) Robbie thing, but I don't think she'd ever do it. And she's too old. Emma Stone. She's too old. Emma Stone's too old? Oh, did you know that Emma Stone auditioned for Halloween for the remake, the Rob Zombie remake, and he did not cast her? Probably thankfully for her. Wait, who did she audition for? Do you know? Lori, she's already with Lori Strode. Are you? She, I think she would have done well as Lori. She no, probably would. I think she, she would have done well. Thank God she well, she avoided a dumpster fire as long as. Well, no, you did say you watched it. And you no, did. no, I like it more now. I I still think it's bad, but it's better than. I just can't really see her. I mean, I guess because I, I guess she would have to dye her hair. She'd be blonde, like a natural hair color. I think my biggest issue with, and I guess I get why they did it because of what he wanted to do with part two. What was I hate that they killed the Strodes. Oh yeah, in the Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh, and Malika Cod talked about casting Danielle Harris in the remake at the convention, which I thought it was something that Rob Zombie knew that he was doing. But uh, Malika Cod said, you know, he basically grew up with Danielle Harris and tried to get her. He tried to get her in H two O somehow, and Jamie Lee Curtis was like, no, oh, I only know this story. I want to do this. And uh, you know, then there was that whole issue with the curse of Michael Myers. He felt bad about what happened with that. And he was like, he just had her come in and read. And Rob Zombie apparently had not, did not know initially that she was in Halloween four or five, but he like wanted her to come in and read and was like, 
That's yeah, great. That's, that's what you yeah. need for someone making a Halloween movie, not know the franchise. That's right, and then, like, stuff. he... I know, exactly. He's supposed to be, like, a huge fan and had no idea, like, who this girl was. And it wasn't until, like, they started shooting the day of, like, her first stuff that they mentioned it. And he was like, oh, well... Because he didn't want anyone from the previous movies in the movie. He didn't even want to use a score. <laughs> no, I don't know at all. Because if, if you watch Halloween 2, there's no Halloween score in it. Until the credits, right? Until the no, ending. I don't even uh, think... It's not even in the credits? It has that... Uh, Love hurts at the end. Well, if he wanted to make his own fucking movie, he could have like <laughs> read <the> Holiday. <laughs> could have been like Bastille Day. <laughs> I will say, I see. I don't think Rob Zombie is a terrible director. I just think he's a terrible writer. Oh, and also, also, sorry, to, uh, also from the convention, the Weinstein's were brought up a lot because I forgot about the whole Dimension Films thing, and apparently they caused a lot of problems on. Halloween 2007, Halloween 2009, and H2O. There was, like, a lot of stuff they just were... They, like, they cut certain women's scenes from, like, Halloween 2. Wait, and... certain women's scenes? Yeah, there was one woman that was on the panel, and I didn't recognize her, and I was like, who is this girl? And she was in a cut scene from, like, uh, in Halloween 2. It's, like, on the... I guess on the Blu-ray. And uh, Rob Zombie called her and was, like, basically implied that the Weinsteins didn't think she was, like significant enough or pretty enough to be an actual movie but like she could be like you know in the cut stuff and that's how he had him explain it to her that's so they've, been ass- they've been assholes for a while very, very wine scene of him yeah I... very wine scene very wine scene of him. Yes. i don't want to get into this now but it looks like his case is going to get dropped yeah that's is. what i'm seeing yeah that's ridiculous yeah i'm not surprised well he uh, can never work again so... well yeah he's never going to get another job in hollywood again so Good. Unless he like starts a company, but then anyone that works for him is gonna. Well, who's get gonna be in his movies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get shitted on. You would get all kinds of shit if you're that one person that's like, I would love to be in this Weinstein production. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. But um, yeah, finishing up on Friday Thirteenth. Uh, this Weinstein movie makes me feel like Superman, man. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. It kind of would do it. <laughs> um, I'm glad that Jenny now realizes that this franchise is a dumpster fire. Of entertainment. It's not a dumpster fire. It's entertaining, but it's nothing. But... There's no good movie in it. <sighs> it just, it it's just the only, worse. It's the only horror franchise that does not have a fresh movie out of the big horror franchises on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't. Th- I think. Part... Is Child's Play? Is Child's Play fresh? Yes, the first one is. And it's still, it is still a, a horror, cl- a horror like. Giant. I like the first Child's Play a lot. No, no, I'm talking about Friday the 13th. It doesn't have a fresh movie at all, but it's still, that franchise is still a horror it's a character. Giant. That's crazy how important yeah. Jason is. Because Night- Nightmare has two. I'm actually, you made me check on to confirm on Child's Play. But your favorite one while I look this up, what's your favorite Friday oh. the 13th? Oh, number four. Jennifer Ross. Oh, my favorite one? Yeah. I think you it's know, between one and three. I love that scene in part one where Stop. she makes the coffee. It's, <laughs> oh, my God. It's great. Yeah, that fucking useless. How long is that? It's like three minutes. No, it's five minutes. It's, one, two, it's minutes. like five minutes because she prepares it. Well, she searches for it and prepares it and all that fucking garbage. So it would have been. It was I, like they had no like script there. They were like, well, we need to kill time. <laughs> yeah, they need to extend so the movie. Like, That's what they need to do. They're like, they're like, what can you do in real life, Adrian King? Oh yeah, you can make coffee. Just Who do that. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, Child's Play. Child's Play one is sixty seven, and the last two are also fresh in the eighties. The nice. last two Child's Child's Play. So, yeah, Friday Thirteenth is out of the big ones. They're the only one that doesn't have a a fresh. Let me wonder. No. You don't think they, nobody can ever make a good Friday the I really, movie? I don't think so. I, sure, I, I really sure like your, so, uh, I like really like your idea about the show. Yeah, the show, the show would be good, but 
don't but know no one would see that. Like that's well, the thing. Like, I'll see that show. I, oh, I guess so. I wouldn't see them. I mean, we're, we'd see the movies, but like, yeah. I don't think it would be a Halloween level craze for it. I don't. I don't. No, no, I, don't no, hear, no. I don't hear anyone say I want to see another Friday Thirteenth no. movie. No, there are some hardcore fans that would love it. That like it. If nothing, a lot of people want. Sequel, a lot of people want the like, remake. Join like the October like season. Mm-hmm. I think it'll work. A TV show. I think that's probably the best. Same thing for Nightmare on Elm Street. I yeah. think if they do it, it can't be a, you gotta tune in every Sunday kind of thing. It gotta be like a Netflix every episode drops kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so agree. Because the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. I think if they ever ever do it again, it'll be a TV series. I don't think they should ever make a movie. Yeah, and that would work as a TV show. I think. I think so too. I I, I think, think really work. Halloween is set for film, not for yeah. Halloween's definitely film. So that pretty much wraps us up, guys. Next week we will be covering Halloween. We'll talk more in detail about the franchise. What we like, what we didn't like. G's change on Halloween Rooftop. three. Lose love of Rob Zombies. Halloween. Jen. Rooftop shake. Rooftop shake. We gotta get into this rooftop chasing. <laughs> it keeps coming up, and it's like I wrote about. I think I. What did I? I think I wrote about it in my review when I was talking about like. You what, did. I did right. Yeah. Well, about in the it's last one, in Resurrection. Movie. Yeah. In Resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! I had such a good time writing my review of Resurrection. I that. that I've never given a movie zero. Oh wow! <laughs> and I think it's like it may be a bit much, but there's really nothing, nothing good in that movie. There you go. And well, they got the Save the Last Dance, dude. There you go. And I don't even like him in Save the Last Dance. What? <laughs> He's gonna like dip below, Gene. Just let it go. I like Save the Last Dance. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. Okay. But that's Ooh, that, what do you mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> it is good. It's a good movie. Yeah. I don't see Julius Stiles liking him though. It's like H two O. It's like I don't like. I don't think that girl from Halloween H two O should like. Oh, uh, you act like Julius Stiles was like the hottest thing ever. She wasn't the hottest thing ever, but I don't know. What do you think? She was a solid seven. Jennifer Ross. No, I didn't think that she was. She would be into him. Into. Sh- uh... I don't know. You know who I really like in Save the Last Dance? Carrie Washington. That's my girl. Kerry Washington oh, is Save the Last I Dance. I really like Save the Last yeah. Dance. Bianca Lawson. Bianca Lawson's been oh. playing high school suits for like years. <laughs> she was like 50 <laughs> she, there. She still looks like a high school student. And yeah. like she's been playing, they, they had like a timeline of her characters. And like she's been playing high school for like 15 years. Yeah. She Even, I think I, I think as most recently as when Pretty Little Liars was on. She was on that. She was. She what? was. And she was one of like the teens there. Yeah. And she's like, I think she's like in her 40s. Yeah, she is. I think she's like 45 or something like that. Crazy. But that's kind of like Gabrielle Union still looks young. She doesn't look like bring it on young, but she still looks pretty young. Yeah, she still looks good. Because I wouldn't, I, yeah. like She, she might be She might great. be my favorite of uh, the African-American starlets. <laughs> All right. That's, that's perfect, weighted, <laughs> perfect weighted. Perfect <laughs> weighted. So look out for look out this week for reviews from G and I of Halloween and my review of First Man. And I think that's all the reviews for the week. So see you next week, kiddos. Peace, peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.